Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So let's do this. Okay, you guys, welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we got Trish, and I think Keisha is going to be joining us in a little bit, but um, where we recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful, and we're doing the week of December 5th through December 9th, and we're... (laughs) I also have to tell you that we're adding um, something for this year. Um, at the end of this segment, we got to talk about the best and the worst of 2022 for both soaps. So, yes, we have that. And I'm excited about that. So we're going to talk about it. Um, I want to welcome you guys on the podcast side who is uh, joining us every time you've been faithful with us. I call you my OG crew from three years, and I appreciate all your support. And then on my YouTube sides, I can't forget about you guys. Hey, Janet, you are in the chat already. <laughs> she, was, she was with us last week, remember? I do. That was such fun. Glad to have you back. All right. And I'm glad you appreciate the uploads. Hey, Javoris Kern. The the Javoris Kern show is the name. All right. We got Debbie and Melanie Corley. Hey, you guys. Welcome. So I did mention something at the top of the show. We just started within the last couple minutes or so where we're going to do at the end of the segment um, the best and the worst of 2022 for both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and Beautiful. So I got my list of awards. I had help from Soap Opera Digest. So we, uh, it's some interesting things to say the least. Oh, no problem. You're welcome, Janet. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this. So we're going to do the summary. And then we're going to jump and break down these storylines, okay? All righty. So hold on one second. All right, so for The Young and the Restless, because we do that for in the first half of the show, and then we do The Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show. We also still have our Flip to Script segment this, this episode of this uh, podcast or this video. And then we also are going to still do our um, Take a Seat. There's Keisha. Hey. Hi, Keisha. Hi, Trish. Guess what, Keisha? One. <laughs> I just want to let you know that we are also live on YouTube. Oh, cool! I, that was I liked when you guys did that last week. I thought that. Oh, was you cool. saw that? Okay. Yeah. I know, I know you weren't available last week, but I'm glad you got a chance to check it out. Yeah, I like the the um the comments. Yeah, yeah the, the interactions comments. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So, also, uh, Keisha, we're going to do the best and the worst of 2022 awards today too. Oh, okay. For the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. Okay. Wait, does that mean I have to 
Uh, no, I'm just letting you know if you want to come in on it or anybody in the chat want to, as I uh, mention them off at the end of the show, we're going to do those, okay? Okay. All right. So, with the Young and the Restless for the week of December 5th through the 9th, Jeremy demanded that Diane return his money. Jack and Diane plotted to make Jeremy believe that she fled town. After making love, Sally told Adam that it was time for them to move on and Chance moves out. Okay. Where y'all want to start? Also, while while you're thinking about that, on the YouTube side, please hit that like button. It lets the YouTube algorithm to push this content out to anybody who is interested in soaps and stuff like that. So make sure you hit the like button on the way in. Like is free. There's no charge for a like. Hit the like button. Okay. <laughs> All right. So where y'all want to start? Um, we, we can start with Chance. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> y'all. I'll just... Uh oh. Oh, go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, Trish. He is he is so handsome and he's so infuriating. And I get it still. Like, I don't know how I can see all sides of what he's going through right now, but he's being <laughs> he's being stone cold mature. And it's like all of the emotion has just drained from this man's body. It's yeah. Sad. I, I just, I, they screwed up this storyline two yes. years ago. This this whole storyline has been stru- screwed up since that original chance. They just fired him out of nowhere. And I think that was like in December of 2020. Remember we talked about that, Keisha? Mm-hmm. And then he went missing for almost a year. And then they finally brought him in. And it, it was just weird. It just has not been a very cohesive thing. And then they introduced that whole uh, the situation with um, Devon being the sperm donor while he wasn't even on screen yet. Am I correct? Yep. Yes. So it was a bad storyline to say the least. I, I just, they just botched it. Yeah, they did for sure. You know, and then now you want to put Abby and, you know, Devon together. They go into that whole, we talked about the the whole scene at his penthouse and all of that type of stuff. I just, I don't know. It's just they just messed that up for me. Not only is he being stone cold about it, but he's basically take well, I guess he did tell Adam, but like with Victor, he's like taking the blame for their breakup. So it's like he's falling on his sword for Abby, even though Abby did what she did. But he did what he did too. Oh yeah, for sure. And okay, so elaborate on that, Trish. What do you mean he did what he did? You're talking about being like emotional. All of it. When he left, she mm-hmm. and she had to go save him, and he wouldn't talk, even though she was the one who who saved him and brought him back. And then finally he started opening up a little bit. And and he's I mean, obviously he's never been the same, and I can never understand what anyone who went through what he went through would would feel like going forward. But uh, again, it was the storyline and it just, to me, it, it was ruined from the, the minute he left the note for Abby saying he was leaving town, taking out all of the writer crap that we've had to deal with that they've ruined them with. They, um, you know, 
he should have never left town in the story. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you get married to someone that you tell is the most exciting woman you've ever met, the love of your life. Um, you, you only thought you knew love before, but this is it. And then you take a special assignment, leave a note and, and leave without even saying goodbye. Like, uh, I don't know that I've ever heard of that happening, even in the strangest real stories, but maybe I'm just insulated. That that comes from all that jacked up writing that they were doing. I mean, it sucks because if you're going to fire the guy, re recast him. We had mm -hmm. such a lag in storyline and then he, he just disappears. Nobody knew where he went and they never brought on a new person. I mean, and then when she goes to Spain to go get him, he's suffering from PTSD from everything that happened where they blew up whatever he was doing an assignment on. And then he instantly snapped out of it because he went back to work. Mm hmm. You know, and then the baby is in the middle of all of this. It's just a mess to me. I've never was a fan of that whole storyline since they got rid of the first guy. I yeah, I, I feel like um she she knew she knew all that happened and she right. still she still married decided him. to be with him when mm -hmm. she after she found him. So I guess my thought is that she got over the mm -hmm. fact that he took that assignment and left for the amount of time that he that he did. Not only did she get over it while he was gone, she decided to have a baby. She thought that was a good idea. And, and it's like, why are you why are you deciding to have a child when your husband is missing, yeah. or when your husband isn't there? Yep. Like well, none of that and makes then sense. Let's not forget the whole Ashlyn Locke situation. That man took a hit to his integrity for her father. Mm -hmm. You know, and then right after that, a couple months later, you go and sleep with Devon. Yep. <laughs> and the writers forgot that we remember that they had no chemistry the first time they tried. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, girl, we got a ton of comments. <laughs> <laughs> it says Victor hates Chance because he doesn't know what Abby did. That is true. But Chance, okay, let me ask you ladies this. Do you think Chance should have just spoke up like he spoke up with Adam? No. I, I okay. think I think in a situation like that, mm -hmm. my response to Victor would have been, you need to talk to your daughter. and If she wants to tell you what happened, then she can. But it's not my place. Well, she was able to tell Ashley, but she didn't want to tell her father. Because Ashley automatically assumed that Chance cheated. And she was like, no, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has she seen Victor? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm I, I, remember if I they don't know if they've been in the same process. Yeah, I feel like it's, he's only talked to Chance so far. So that's that's why I was saying if I, if I were Chance and Victor was asking what happened. That's I'm, that's your parents. You go talk to you talk to your daughter, and if your yeah. daughter is comfortable telling you what happened, then that's on her. But I'm not. It's none of your business from my standpoint. Bingo. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, but the, I guess the thing is, is that she needs to say something because every time Victor runs into Chance, he got something negative to say, and I'm glad Sharon yeah. actually was like, "Well, wait a minute. You you need to look at this. There may be more to the eye than what we see." Yeah, I don't think him and Abby have been in the, in the same room together yet. I don't remember that. 
Okay, so it says Chance is so cute and sweet, but I wish Abby could have gotten pregnant by Chance than Devon being the sperm donor. Oh, yeah, I think we all wish that. Um, Although they, my wish is that they wouldn't have had to try to have a baby when he left. They yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, they've never been a great match. Somebody said Billy is leaving the show. I don't, that might be a rumor. I don't, I, I haven't don't seen anything, you know, and I try to keep up with what, you know, I follow a couple of producers and stuff and they, you know, I, I haven't seen anything yet, but hey, if you know something and some intel, let me know. <laughs> yes, give us the link, give us the give link. Us, yeah, give us the <laughs> link, give us the intel on it. Um, when is Bill, oh, everybody now since started a whole con a about Billy leaving. Glad Chance and Adam are friends. Now, that was interesting. Yeah, you know, I think in times of trouble, people who have been through traumatic experiences in life can tend to gravitate back toward one another. Mm -hmm. And especially in a small, I mean, a small city kind of run into each other. There's only, what, two clubs there, it looks like. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, so you're going to run into somebody. Uh, but yeah, I, I did like that um, scene where two people were actually getting along and it was sincere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to actually have Adam have somebody that he can just kick it with was because for a while I was hoping for him and Nick because they had started yeah. out that way. But what were you about to say, Keisha? No, I was just saying, yeah, I, that's what I was hoping for as well. Yeah, but I'm glad that he was able to sit down and bury. I guess because Chance is like, I'm not part of that whole Newman thing anymore. So now I can actually have a comfortable conversation with Adam. Um, let's see. Somebody is saying Ashley is non-judgmental to her daughter. Oh, Victor, not so much. Okay, so that's why. They're saying that was Debbie. Debbie twelve twenty said that's why she felt more comfortable talking to her mom about her cheating, because I guess she figured if Victor would have been a little bit more judgmental toward her. What do you think? Well, I think that if Victor or Ashley was judgmental for their daughter cheating, they should go look in a mirror. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the second thing I think is that um, <laughs> I think most, not all. But most daughters would be more comfortable talking with their mother if mm -hmm. they're close, and they are, than with their father. Um, I know that if I had ever done anything like that, I would have only told my mom because I don't think I could have looked at my dad and had him look back at me and be able to accept the heartbreak uh, coming from his eyes. So I kind of understand why she didn't tell her dad and hasn't told her dad, but I think she will. Okay. Yeah, I think she will too. I just think they just not have, they haven't had a scene together yet since it's Look, Amaya says no one tells their dad that they had sex with someone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is so true. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I agree with that. I'm glad that they actually ended the storyline. There, from what I understand, they might be moving Chance over to Sharon. How do you go? How do you guys feel about that? Uh, it'll I don't know I, it'll be kind of like how it was when she was with Ray like I liked Ray but Sharon and Ray together weren't the most exciting mm -hmm. I guess mm -hmm. they're two beautiful so. people 
but I don't see any type of energy or spark when they're in the scene together. Mm -hmm. And that kind of thing. I mean, you either have it or you don't. And that the, the producers know it. And I think that if they do it, they're going to try it. I don't know if it's going to work for the audience. Yeah. I, I mean, the last time we actually saw a spark with Sharon is when she probably was with Nick, right? What do you think? Um, uh, some of my Ethel Adam. says, Ethel says Sharon is going to ruin Chance too. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, you don't think Sharon's, <laughs> Sharon's matured with her degree and everything, Ethel? Oh. oh. But what were you about to say, Keisha? I think Sharon is good with Adam. I liked her with, oh, yeah. with Adam, and I liked her with um, oh, what's his name, Nikki's son. That's not on on the show oh, right now. Um, oh gosh, the cop, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Yeah. I didn't think Dylan had chemistry with anybody. I thought Dylan was like a robot. I'm sorry. No, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Like Wasn't Dylan also with Ch with Chelsea? I don't remember. I don't remember that because I just was always bored. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I really like Dylan. I know I feel bad because he's a good man, but I just felt I just was I never saw any spark. Okay, somebody Amaya says Nick is who they should put with Sharon for their thirtieth anniversary in twenty twenty four. I'll never want to see Nick and Sharon together. Are you ever You're over again. It? Yeah, I've been over them since the nineties. <laughs> Y'all, Nick and Phyllis are hot. I don't care what anybody says. Nick Dylan and Phyllis, and Phyllis are yes. hot. Did you say Dylan and Phyllis? Nick, Nick and Phyllis. Phyllis. Oh, Nick and Phyllis. No, Dylan oh, and nobody. I don't even. I don't want Dylan to come back. So. I hope. <laughs> oh my god. Nick, Nick is definitely my favorite. Um, okay, so with yeah, Phyllis he, is my favorite. So you too. Oh, love mm -hmm. him. Well, Dylan was with Chelsea. She tried to pass Connor as his father. Oh, that was, mm. oh my gosh. I totally had completely forgotten. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that was heartbreaking for Dylan because he was in love. We thought, sure, that baby was his. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. I do. He was pissed because they were, they were together when she got pregnant. And he tried to pass, she tried to pass the kid off her head as his, and they come to find out it wasn't. And I don't know if it was because when the child was born, remember the eye condition? Mm -hmm. Oh, so yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, it's which is why, and that also fell around the time when Delia incident happened, which is how Connor has her corneas. Yeah, yeah, I had forgotten all about that. Yeah. See, I was, see, I saw no chemistry in Dylan. I don't even remember his scenes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I told Nikki he was leaving by. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, I want Nick and Phyllis, but the show feels that Chick and Fack is in game. Chick is Sharon and Nick and Fack is Jack and Phyllis. See, I, I don't want to see either of those couples. I, no, I'm over that. Jack does not deserve another chance with Phyllis. Should we move on from Chance now? Because <laughs> yeah, we might as well move on from Chance. Let's I, go. Over, let's move over to the Diane story. Uh, I know. I know. Diane, Diane fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Diane fan. Diane. <laughs> oh, oh my God! We need to use your voiceover. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So y'all, I mean, what lie is going to come out of her mouth next? Cause the last lie was that she stole from him. Mm-hmm. And then she said again, and then she lied to Jeremy saying she's not the one who, who told on him. So it's like every week or week and a half or two weeks, there's another lie that Diane spews out and says, well, there's something else I didn't tell you and kind of looks down and kicks rocks and, and Jack just is fine with it. Oh, oh, you didn't tell us. Okay. That's another lie, but okay. Let me just put that lie in my back pocket and look at you with these stupid doe eyes in a headlight. Um, and, and ask you sweetly, well, what is it, Diane? What, what did you do? What, what else do you have to tell me? I'm like, Jack, are you, do you hear yourself? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, here's the interesting thing because there is, and I got to mention Janet Zach again, she's team Jack and Diane. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say we do have, um, Debbie, who is like by Diane Vomit. <laughs> hey, friend. No. <laughs> now, what's your thoughts on Diane and the whole Jack situation, uh, Keisha? Oh, we lost her. Oh, rats. She'll pop back in. Sometimes she have an issue when it um with this app on her end. Okay. I have to send her the app. Oh, she can click back in. It's the same link. You know, I had um, tried to click back in whenever I did what I did first, and I had to have you send me another link. I wonder if you need to send her another link. No, because we're in the same um, same session, so she can just click the same link. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. We just love to hate on Diane because she's good at her craft. She's fantastic. I mean, Susan Walters is so good. It's like when she comes in a room... It's the train wreck you can't help but watch when you're driving by and you slow down and you peer out your car window. Mm-hmm. That's Diane. Oh, there she is. Hey, Keisha. Yay, Keisha's coming back. She's I'm sitting, back. Here this, sitting here this whole time talking and you're like, oh, we lost her. I didn't know. You. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What's your thoughts on the whole Diane and, um, and Jack thing? Does anybody else have a suspicion that Diane and Jeremy might be playing yes against each because I for a split second I thought to myself I wonder if she came up with this whole story so they can get that money get money from Jack because now he's like oh well we'll just pay him if you owe him money we'll just pay him and he'll just leave town I'm like why Uh why would you pay him Uh because it's not like there's some type of legal issue going on there. He's just mad because supposedly Diane stole money from him. So the money was illegal money. So mm-hmm. why do you feel the need to pay this guy that just got out of jail some money that you don't really have to pay? Just tell him to go away or you're going to call the police. Mm-hmm. And the so, thing is, they always say whoever speaks money or numbers first loses, right? Every so, time. I mean, even if Diane only took $250,000, Jeremy can say he she took $250 million. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? And Keisha, what do you think? Do you think that Tucker's also involved in this scheme? No, I don't think Tucker is involved in this part of it. Because I did I th- think that just for a moment, but I wasn't, I'm, I'm not sold on that thought that's in my brain, but it did cross my mind. Yeah, I think if I think if this is a scheme, I think that's just her and Jeremy doing that. Mm. 
Yeah, um, I did Tammy Webster. I also, was it Tammy? No, Debbie. Debbie, I did see Monday's episode, and yes, Jeremy does take Phyllis. Kidnaps her? Um, it left us with a cliffhanger, and it's not looking good. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to take her for long because that whole scheme. Okay, so let's move into that direction. That whole scheme of Diane faking that she's leaving town to go stay up in a cabin somewhere. I honestly think that Jack is going to end up up there. And they're probably going to end up sleeping together. I don't know why I think that. Because don't nobody else would nobody else would know if they decided to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, um, Summer is keeping this a secret from her mom. And it's going to come out, I think, either next Thursday or next Friday that Phyllis is going to find out that, that you know, Diane is being hidden. Do you think that she should be pissed off at her daughter? for No. Not- I don't think so either. Especially considering she hates Diane. So why would she tell Phyllis? So exactly. So what? She can send Jeremy up to the cabin too? Yeah. And if Phyllis gets mad at her for that, then she's even more bonkers right now than I thought because you are li- you're literally setting this woman up to be hurt or you're trying to run her out of town. But of course she, you know, acting like she has nothing to do with it. But you would get mad at your daughter because your daughter is keeping that information from you mm-hmm. because she knows that you're somehow involved in this man coming to town. Like she would be insane if she got mad at Summer over that. Yep. Well, she's going to look at it as a betrayal. So, I mean, you know, Phyllis. She's lost her mind. She, yeah, she's, she, she moves in absolutes. It's either her way or the highway. She's not going to look at the fact that this girl is married to Kyle. Nope. That's her husband. That's her husband's mom. Now, as much as Summer might not like Diane or whatever, she also has to take into consideration of the fact that am I going to tell you or I'm going to go against my husband? I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. You got some folks that was not happy about or probably won't be happy about that. And some people are going to be saying what we're saying. But Hey, did you, Denny? He said, I don't like Diane because you can tell she's full of SHIT. She is. <laughs> yes, she is. Absolutely, she is. It's one lie after another and omitted, you know, it's lie by omission. She never tells the whole story because she knows by the time she gets to the end, it, it, there's no way anyone other than, you know, Jack with, with, um, a blindfold on and earplugs in would stand mm-hmm. by her if she told all of this at one time. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah. What, that's what Debbie also says by Diane. Unbelievable that these men would forgive her. Yep. And it says, Digi Denny says it makes Jack look so stupid that he can forgive Diane. And then they have him trying to offer the man money to leave town. Ma'am, they have Jack looking stupid. <laughs> They do for sure. I think that the part of him trying to offer Jeremy money just so he leaves town, leaves Diane alone is ridiculous to me. There's yeah. no no mm-hmm. need to do that. Call mm-hmm. the police. And if you feel like he's harassing Diane, call the police on him. Exactly. He's probably on, on probation. I don't know. Call the yeah, police. He would have to be, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have to be. 
Um, Miss Mariah says, I hope Diane takes Jack money because he's so dumb. <laughs> Diana says, Diana's a liar. She's been gone 20 years, but act like it was just a couple of years ago. No, ma'am, you mm. don't, you did not care about Kyle. A whole lifetime. Yep. She was gone was for an entire generation of growth. She was gone for every milestone. She was not forced to leave. She chose to exit mm -hmm. and not participate <clears throat> in her son's life. And she didn't just make that choice once. She made that choice every day, 365 days a year for over two and a half decades. Yeah. Yep. She's been gone a long time. Um, Melanie says it's messed up that Jack can't forgive Phyllis, but yep. can't forgive Diane. Just makes me so upset. So happy Phyllis stepped up to Jack by confronting him. Yes. What do y'all think about that confrontation in his office? I was in tears. Like, and which? Wait a minute. Which side were you on, Jack or Phyllis? Phyllis. I. Keisha, I'm though. I'm on Jack's side. Yes, I, thank I you. I love Phyllis. I love Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis was one of my favorite characters, but she has worked my last nerve with this whole diet, like her vendetta against Diane and trying to get her out of town because she she's wrecking her relationship with her daughter trying to do it. And it's like just just like what has happened up to this point, Diane has done things. Things have come out about her without their help. So like I've said a million times about this, just sit back. And Diane will hang herself when it comes to this. She's going to hang herself on yep. her own lies. I do agree with her everything own you're saying. And I still am still cheering for Phyllis because there's that one part in my brain that's like, mm, she's right. And it's like, it, there's that she old saying, you know, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Phyllis wants to be right. <laughs> she does, but she's doing it at the expense of her Absolutely. relationship with her daughter, her friendship with Jack. Um, it's it's affecting her entire Actually, life. Her friendship with Jack, Jack's the one who, who's messed that up because Jack has completely sidelined Phyllis, has ignored her, has coddled Diane, has listened to Diane lie after lie after lie. And it to me, I wish Phyllis would have just put her hand up in Jack's face weeks ago and said, you know what? If you want to believe her, you want to take her side, you go ahead. You let her ruin your life all over again. I'm out. And I do wish it would have gone down that way, but it didn't. And I'm still on Team Phyllis all yeah, the way. I just, I think she's just doing some things that are, she's going too far. Like if she did. So I, I don't think it would I'm going to wait till y'all get done because you know I got a lot to say. <laughs> go ahead, I don't, Keisha. Go I ahead, don't Keisha. I don't think it would have been hard for Jeremy to find Diane, of course, because like, like I said before, Diane is the mother of a famous businessman. He's an avid. So that would have been simple, especially considering she just came back from the dead. I'm sure that had to be like big news. Mm -hmm. So he had to know where she was at. However, the fact that Phyllis did call Jeremy and tell him exactly where to find her, knowing that he's a dangerous criminal, you're involving other people in that. Mm -hmm. Like like Diane said, and like Summer said, Harrison is at that house. So mm -hmm. why would you lead a dangerous criminal to the house that 
your step grandson is staying in, or Jack, or is that what Summer Kyle is? Did she actually say that Diana's at the Abbott Mansion? Because I don't remember that in the conversation when she was telling Nikki and Ashley. I remember the conversation being that she's in Genoa City, looking, mm-hmm. you know, trying to reconnect with her family. I don't remember her saying specifically what her actual location was. Okay, so let me go in on this because on the on the YouTube side, you guys know what my. <laughs> what I normally call them, and that's the Three Stooges and the Evil Trifecta. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, Diane would have eventually shot herself in the foot. They're Mm -hmm. hitting the wrong person. The catalyst in this situation is Kyle. Kyle is the only person that can send that girl packing. Mm -hmm. I don't care what Ashley does, Phyllis does, Nikki does, or anybody else in General City. As long as Kyle wants her there, she's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so they were hitting, if you're going to try to, you know, control this situation, they should have went for Kyle to say, hey, and I'm not, and honestly, I don't, I'm not a fan of coming in between kids and their parents. You know, Mm -hmm. this is just soap talk, right? But my thing is, if you're going to try to get, Diane out of town, you got it's not even <clears throat> Jack is not even the issue. It's Kyle. Kyle yeah. is not budging. Kyle has forgiven her for everything in the past number of years. He's accepted all of everything that she says. He's protective over so much so he mm-hmm. confronted the criminal over at the Grand Phoenix. <laughs> he mm-hmm. went to Jeremy's apartment. So mm-hmm. the person in this situation, while they were trying to orchestrate and have Talia Morgan in town, mm-hmm. write scathing articles and then go find Jeremy, all of that, all they did was bring Jack, Kyle, and Diane even closer. That's exactly. True. They're doing that. They the, what they're doing has the opposite effect. It's having the opposite effect, and that. And then my response to that whole conversation in the CEO office at Jabot. She brought this on herself. Amanda mm-hmm. tried to tell her months ago to chill out. Oh, she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amanda was like, you're doing too much. You need to go and take a step back and, you know, get your head on straight. Because that that before she teamed up with the other two ladies, Phyllis was tr- so triggered out of her mind. She was spazzing about mm-hmm. that. So... You know, it's like, at what point do you not sabotage and sack? You sold your whole hotel just to be watching Diane. It's crazy to me. So, you know, all of this culminating to the fact that now Diane is now closer, sleeping at the house, Mm -hmm. being Didi, and all this other stuff is a direct result from their actions. (laughs) And it's like they can't see that Diane is, Diane does the I'm going to pinch you while the ref isn't looking, but when the ref turns around, he's going to see your reaction. Yep. Like, that's what she does. Right. And Phyllis, for some reason, that's not getting through to her head because she continues to let Diane poke at her when nobody else is around. And then, of course, Diane is a victim mm-hmm. when Kyle and Jack are in the picture. And then Phyllis does things like her little team up with Nikki and Ashley to just make herself look even worse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just mind your business and let it go. I call what's, that what's fire brain reaction. I call that fire brain reaction because Phyllis's brain right now 
is literally a conflagration and it is so hot and burning so, so much in her brain that it's literally taken over her every thought 24 seven. And yeah. <laughs> this is her psychosis. Uh, she can't spin out of it until it's until it's resolved. That's who she is. Uh, uh, Trish, Amaya said, Trish, either way, Harrison is in General City. I, I'm guess she responding to what something. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm not saying it wasn't a stupid thing to do. It was. Um, I, I'm still Team Phyllis. <laughs> 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 okay uh let's risk we got a, a bunch of comments somebody is team tucker melanie says i'm on ashley nikki and phyllis and tucker side than jack and diane okay phyllis isn't a saint says adita oh no no she's not no she's uh not. phyllis has done worse than diane that was interesting that jack brought up her past about cricket mm-hmm yeah, I guess I'll, Jack's lucky that um, Phyllis didn't bring up his past about sleeping with his dad's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if we're going to go to the gutter. <laughs> Listen, everybody on this show has a freaking past. That's mm -hmm. what's so crazy about it. Don't throw um, stones. Yeah, throwing stones, glass houses. Um, Phyllis is awesome. What did it say? They were trying to kill her back then. That's why the authorities questioned all of them. Yeah. Well, Diane tried to kill Phyllis. She burnt the pool house down at Jack's. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Yep, she did. Um, it's not Phyllis' business. That's Kyle's mom. I agree. Susan Walters looked the same as she did when she was on Loving. She does not. You don't think so? She does not age. Yeah. She oh, okay. Looks, I was gonna say. Oh my gosh. It's like, what, what vitamins do you take? Because I need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, only difference is her hair is just a little gray. That's it. Yeah. And she could put a bottle on that and it would be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. um, Nikki is stri Nikki stripper pole dancer. What makes them think that they're more moral than her? Okay. Yep. Phyllis is beautiful, fun, crazy. Diane is unattractive, lying, and blah. Well, I think Diane's uh, beautiful, and I think that she is definitely gorgeous. She, she's at her her physique is. Who are you talking about? Phyllis? Uh, no, I'm talking about Diane. Well, Phyllis too, but Diane. Both of them. They're both. I mean, uh, if I, I would love for my body to be rock hard like that at 56. Mm -hmm. I really would. Yeah, though both of those ladies are in their late fifties. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, let's see. Ethel called them the three witches. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go with the. We like I said, we need to use you as a voiceover. We can do um, some outtakes later. <laughs> yes. Every time Diane shoots herself in the foot, it's because of those three witches. Phyllis hasn't thought about Kyle at all. Kyle is unbelievable and boring. <laughs> what do you think about Kyle? I like Kyle. I like yeah. them too. I, I like, uh, and it's no, no shots at the new summer, but I like them better with Hunter King. I like both summers. You know, the one thing about summer and not to go back too far in history, but I never understood how she went from Mr. Ears, precious, Mama's mm -hmm. girl, daddy's girl, summer 
And then she leaves and comes back and has stolen a car to get back. Mm -hmm. Spent yeah. all her money. Like I hated when they did that to Summer. I did too. Summer was so sweet. And I think well, was that after Abby cheated on her husband mm -hmm. with him? It was after. Yeah. So that was, so I think Abby is literally to blame for Summer becoming not the, the sweet, kind, loving Summer. What do y'all think? Um, I just think they did the same thing like they did on Bold with Thomas. You had mm -hmm. a Pearson Fold Thomas, and then you brought over um, mm -hmm. this Thomas. What is his name? Matt Atkinson. Matt Atkinson. You know, it's like you bring, they leave one way and come back. I told you, well, we'll talk about Thomas later. We didn't have a lot of Thomas this week, but he made one of the 2022 awards. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Um, there's Debbie says that they, these three women are gold together. Yes. Melanie says, I hope Tucker proposes to Ashley to be the head of the company from Jack. She needs to stick it to Jack and Diane. Tucker and Ashley will get together. What do you think about that? Because he's trying to wear her down. And we saw in the previews, he offered her an opportunity to start her own business. Well, why would she need to start her own business when she owns all the patents for all of the fragrances and chemical compounds for Jabot? I think that's part of the thing. Tucker wouldn't mind her taking all that with her. But why would you take it away from your family legacy? Kick Jack it, out. Well, that's the thing. Remember a few, what is it, weeks or a couple months ago when we thought he was talking about Lillian Devon about I need to separate brother from sister. Maybe he, that's what he's referring to. This man got a master plan. <laughs> this, this actor playing Tucker is one of those unassuming kind of in the background until he has a point to make. And then he comes through the door, guns blazing. Mm -hmm. Everything's hot. Um, and he does that mm -hmm. so well. I mean, this guy is a great actor. I, yeah, really, I, like, I like, like this Tucker. I, I do, do too. Because he, he plays so nonchalant. He doesn't give his cards away. And he doesn't care. Now, mm -hmm. we also got to... That, that's going to move us into the other storyline of this situation. Because he slept with Audra. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We gotta, we're going to hit that one. Um, no, he, he hit that one. We're just going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> You, you're so silly. Uh, here's one for you, um, Trish. Okay. Diane is a slithering snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a beautiful one, but yeah, she is. <laughs> okay, Amar Amaya says that Phyllis killed a person named Sasha. Do you remember anything like that? Mm, that must go way that. back. Sasha. Sasha. We're going to have to look that up. We got to do some investigating. <laughs> Amaya in the chat give us some details on that and what year do you remember that happening um what's worse than trying to run somebody over yeah that's a good point um sleeping with someone that isn't the same as running somebody over phyllis helped jack get off of drugs that is yep. true but neil tried to but she did okay i remember that um don't oh yeah thank you miss mariah don't forget to hit the like button thank you so much for that comment 
Kyle is a young Jack. Thomas is written so different than Pearson. Yes, we was just talking about about that. I don't think it's believable that these men would forgive Diane. Jeremy Stark is going to come after Ashley and Tucker. Yeah, I'm curious. Is there a connection with Tucker and Jeremy? What do you guys think? I kind of had that thought momentarily. It crossed my mind. I didn't. Go ahead. I didn't think that there was, at least not one that is deep enough for them to be working together. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Because he didn't get, remember, Tucker's not the type of guy to, you know, put his cards on the table. So yeah. when he had that conversation, he was like, well, you know, I never really had it. When he was talking to Audra, I think it was. We really never had any dealings with him because Audra was like, you're going to need to get a bulletproof vest. So what does she know about his connection, you know, with Jeremy? Because why would she even say that? Um, Oh, his name is Trevor St. John, the guy that plays Tucker. Yeah, he's good. Okay, Amaya said it was back in 2002 when Sasha died. Phyllis killed her. Who is she, though? I don't remember who she is. Who is Sasha, Amaya? Let me know in the chat. Um... Now, somebody said they might be brothers. There was a conversation about Kyle not being Jack's son. Did anybody see that rumor floating around? Mm-mm. I didn't see that. I saw that on Facebook. I don't know how true that is. Tucker said that they were each other's orbit, but they didn't work together. Okay, thanks, Ethel. All right, gotcha. All right, let's talk about that whole thing with Tucker, because Tucker is so in love with Ashley. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he ended up sleeping with Audra. I mean, I guess I looked at that as Ashley hasn't accepted him back, so he can still sleep with and do what yeah, he that's true. go on dates and do what he wants. It's weird mm-hmm. because I, I think, I don't know, maybe I think it's weird because people were speculating that she was Tucker's daughter or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then for, to find out that she's not and to find out in that way that she's not Tucker's daughter. Because I was not expecting her to walk in his hotel room and be in lingerie. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that because she had just kissed Noah. Mm-hmm. And then Noah turned her down. Like, yeah, Melanie said, Audra kissed Noah. He kissed her back. But he pulled away from her so she went straight to sleep with Tucker. Yeah. Um, do you think okay, Noah... I got something here. Real Go quick. ahead. So with regard to Sasha, um, they were in that uh, sleazy hotel room um, Mm -hmm. and and uh, Phyllis slapped her and she fell down looking scared. But then Phyllis left and uh, Sasha passed out clutching a piece of paper um, and then but smoke billowed out from under the bed and turned into a red glow. But Phyllis didn't kill her. And Phyllis didn't set the fire. So Phyllis didn't kill Sasha. Who set the fire? I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. Yeah. Amaya did say in a section, she said Sasha was a lab tech. I guess it was more of an accident. So that does corroborate what you just pulled up. Yeah. So Phyllis says, no, I don't believe Phyllis has ever actually killed anybody. Nikki has. Now, I remember her rolling somebody up in a carpet. Remember? And she had the empty of the box. She was helping somebody move a body. Her and Adam was doing, I think, something. I forgot what that was. Was that JT's body? Who helped move JT's body? (laughs) 
that was that's right. That was in a carpet too, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was a therapist. Oh, my gosh, y'all. The one that, oh yeah, the one it that was the therapist. You're right, Keisha. It was the therapist. But I, I can't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think she actually killed that person. Kill anybody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, Audra wants Noah but settles with Tucker. Interesting. I think yeah. I'm wondering because um, Noah is supposed to admit something to Allie this coming week. Yeah. I'm guessing that they kissed. Of course. Now, how is Allie going to deal with that? Not well. Not yeah. well. Allie seems like she doesn't, she's not going to put up with that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, Digi Denny is interesting. I, I see what you say. I have to watch what I say on the YouTube side. So, but I'll, I'll phrase it or paraphrase it. He said he's shocked that the people on the soaps don't have, um, uh, um, have a uh, um, what's the word I want to use contracted something because they kissing and doing the doopity do with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they all have to be tested. You would think because I mean, you are kissing a lot with different. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're still doing all the tests before they have those scenes. For sure. Right. Yeah. Um, Noah looks like he's always on the verge of crying. <laughs> character i mean he's broken and i can't ever really pinpoint where it happened oh ethel says that was her therapist kevin was the one that helped phyllis move the body oh boy you guys don't remember that (laughs) who was kevin kevin oh kevin okay yeah, cabin, cabin. Chipmunk. That was back in his chipmunk days. <laughs> yeah. But what happened? I don't remember what happened to the therapist. I don't, I don't remember, remember what happened either. to that therapist. Ethel, what happened to that therapist? I and maybe know Phyllis didn't kill him because she's never killed anybody. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I did see that too, Janet. That Noah and Allie will be going to recurring status. I saw that too. So after in a little bit, we probably ain't gonna see much of them. We'll see his glam club, but probably not so much him. Um, mm-hmm. Nikki, Victoria, Sharon. Oh, Amaya said it wasn't in his chipmunk days. It was in 2012. It was Dr. Tim. Thanks, Jenna and Amaya. Thank you. Um, Nikki and Victoria, Sharon and Phyllis covered up JT's body, rolled him up in a carpet after Nikki hit him with a fire poker because he was trying to go for Victoria. Now we do remember that. Didn't we talk about that on the podcast back in the day, Keisha? Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah, okay. That was one of our first few conversations when we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, he meant the characters. Oh, I got you, Digi Denny. He said he meant the characters, not the actors and the actresses contracting something. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so, yeah, that whole thing with Audra, you know, leaving Noah... And then turn around and kiss Tuck. I mean, sleep with Tucker. That whole thing just threw me way left. I did not expect that at all. Yeah, I kind of went, ew. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and then I don't know. Do you think that this new Tucker and current Ashley could be a good on-screen couple if she if he wears her down? I think so. I think, I think so, so too. too. Because even the way she's looking at him, there are times where 
Um, I mean, Eileen Davidson's so good at what she does. She knows that every single tiny minute move of her head and the way she looks out from under her eyelashes when she gives that look, I mean, she knows how to use every single uh, muscle and feature in her face to express in her scenes. And I think she's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I honestly would, I, I mean, there's a part of me as much as the storyline sucks and Diane is a manipulative person. I wouldn't mind seeing Jack and Diane together. I just would because they, they have a little bit of a chemistry when I see them too. I know it doesn't sit well with you, Trish. <laughs> and hey, probably your once. Uh, probably some folks in the chat in the comments, but it's like mm, I would, you know, because Jack haven't had like a real solid girlfriend in a while. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't mind either, because I I never wanted to see him and Phyllis get back together anyway. Mm -hmm. I just think he needs to be alone. No, really, he's been alone for he's, a while now. Yeah, there's reasons for that. Oh, he every relationship he's ever been in because he goes into it knowing full well that the person is human. Mm -hmm. But then they get in the relationship and all of a sudden he expects them to be like some halo wearing, you know, never do anything wrong. And then he's always real surprised whenever they are actually themselves and that he wasn't able to change them after he's been with them. I don't know. It just annoys me. Well, honestly, I'm <laughs> shocked because in the comment sections, we got, they were, Maya says she would like Jack and Diane over him and Phyllis. Janet says, me too. Love Jack and Diane. Aditha is like, I always wanted Jack with Diane. Janet says they got good chemistry. Honey Smile 320 says, no Jack and Diane. She doesn't want it. <laughs> Digidini says, no, don't put Stiff Chin Jenkins with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, I think she Diane, has a stiff chin because she's in all these really serious scenes. Scenes, right. But, Diane I get been, it. Aditha says Diane would have been better for him than Phyllis who slept with Nick while she was with him. Only thing is, Phyllis sabotaged her own relationship with Nicholas just to get the Jack and play games with him. Mm -hmm. but she wasn't playing games with him. She went, she and he got back together and they were actually, their friendship was fabulous. It was great to see that. And then all of a sudden the whole Diane thing starts happening, you know, with Allie being discovered and all of that, those stupid anonymous texts. And that was Diane once again, manipulating and lying about everything in the background to play chess. And no one else even knew there was a chess game. And so she's making all the moves and Phyllis protects Jack through that whole thing as a friend. And then Diane continues to needle and continues to needle. And then Phyllis and Jack get closer and they sleep together. And Phyllis didn't just do that because of Diane, but she said she did. And Jack heard it. And then he starts taking Diane's side. And, that, and so that's where Phyllis screwed up because screwed up. she she was so worried about sticking it to Diane yep. and making Diane jealous that she said what she said to her regardless mm -hmm. of if it was true or not she said it to her and Jack heard it yep. and it's like so you, you just ruined another relationship all because you want to make somebody jealous because you hate Diane like that's true but had he ruined that relationship yeah. with Jack just to piss Diane off 
And and if Jack had walked in on the conversation about a minute and a half earlier, he would have heard Diane needling and needling and needling. And he probably would have either would probably have stopped it. And mm -hmm. then Phyllis never would have blurted out the stupidity that she did. And here we are. She always Phyllis always goes. She always goes overboard. Oh, if absolutely. She, she just should her. have from the, the jump. She just ignored Diane. <laughs> Yeah, like, she should have. I mean, that's what Amanda told her to do. Yes, she Amanda did. told her, you know, you need to back off. Yeah, she just can't help herself. Mm -mm. And my thing is, is that the moment that Jack said, and I, I, I kind of can see a little bit what you're saying, <laughs> Chris, because he dropped that, I got feelings for you with Phyllis mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when she was in a good movie. Well they, well, they had their issues. They weren't perfect, but she was in a okay relationship or space with Nicholas and yep. then she runs over there and try to come complain we don't spend time together all you want to do is play games and videos yeah. you know she started whining and crying trying to sabotage her way out of that relationship with Nick and Nick was like what are you talking about right yep. and then she gets over to Jack and then like you say the Diane storyline started to come into this but she was like, well, we're just friends. We're just friends. We're just friends. And then Jack was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm scared. And he started playing possum, too. So yeah. it, it was just like, just stay away from each other. Mm -hmm. Please, please stay away from each other. Um, Let's see what we got. Um, Once Phyllis got Jack and Diane left, somebody said that Jack was with uh, Diane before he met Phyllis. Now, that must go way back. I'm trying to remember when they all came on the scene. And I got to tell you, I'd have to do some, some key tapping to, to, to remember. It's been a long time. Okay. Jenna, Jenna Corsentino. She says, you all seem to be passing over all of the horrors that Phyllis went through over this woman. Not just once. Oh no. She's, oh no. Diana's mm -hmm. a nightmare. Oh no. Diana's done some nightmare. crazy things. Yeah. Oh. And I don't forgive thing. her. I do not forgive Diane. I do not give Diane a pass on anything. And the reason that I don't is because every other week there's another lie that comes out after she tells them, I've told you everything. Now you know everything. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. So no, Diane is, and I love to hate Diane. And I love Listen, guys on the YouTube side. Diane and Phyllis got their issues. They both do. So I don't, you know, we're not saying, oh, you know, Phyllis and Diane is the same. And, you know, because I know there's some dynamics that goes on. That happens with the whole Taylor and Brooke situation. Yeah. <laughs> they all got issues. Um, but in, I guess, in the context of what's going on with this current storyline and what led up to it in the past six to eight months, Phyllis had pretty much shot herself in the foot by how she moved when it came to this whole thing with Kyle. So, I mean, yeah, Phyllis went through a lot, you know, and Diane has done some crazy things too, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Diane just reiterated, you're not going to make me leave my son. That's not needing a person. She was responding to Phyllis bullying behavior. Okay. Well, let's see what else we got. Um, uh, I guess she'll pop back in. She have a lot of phone issues. Keisha does when it comes to the. She'll be back. All right. 
Um, we'll keep moving until she popped back in. Aditya said, what I remember seeing is Phyllis would be tormenting Diane and starting a mess, and then Diane will respond back vehemently due to the bullying. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I think that um, I don't call it bullying whenever someone manipulated their way back into, like, if I care about someone and somebody else manipulates their way back into their life, I'm not going to be nice to that person. Every mm -hmm. time I see that person, I'm going to be either either completely unengaged or I'm going to call them on their stuff. And so if calling people on their stuff after they've done heinous things to you is bullying, mm -hmm. then I mean, I guess I'd be a bully. Ooh, okay. Jenna says she faked the death and left. Uh Oh, man, the comment, something shifted. Okay. She faked her death, left Phyllis to raise her son. And all of a sudden now she wants to be a good mother. Right. Uh, that's true. Because, I mean, there's no way you leave your son behind to save your skin. No. Um, Diane Shanda says, Diane cannot be trusted. I will be glad when the whole story comes out. And Phyllis is right. Jack is a fool. Same. Um, Phyllis, <laughs> what she said? Phyllis was manipulating. Adita said Phyllis was manipulating her way back into people's lives. Also, no one is bullying Phyllis. Diane and Jack dated in the 80s. Okay, so that's why it goes way back. Diane needles Phyllis every time she sees her. And then when someone else shows up, she's like, oh, no. Oh, poor me. Diane. But you know what? I agree time. with you on that. And Keisha, I guess you popped back in. You there? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I agree with you on that because remember that scene? I don't know. If, I think it was yesterday. Is it yesterday or Thursday? when Diane walked into Phyllis and she was talking about, I stayed at the mm -hmm. house last night. Mm -hmm. Gosh, girl. Disgusting. That's that, that's that, that whole thing where she goes Phyllis while nobody else is around. Yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing that Phyllis did when she said, you know, yes, I slept with Jack or whatever. So now Diane's doing the same thing, but Jack's not there to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, now she did admit, oh, I just slept on the couch, but you knew what you were doing by telling Phyllis you stayed at the house. Exactly. Go you know, and needling. Yeah, because she knew that Phyllis would not want to hear that at all. I love the fact that Phyllis just kept a smile on her face the whole time. Um, Diane wasn't needling Phyllis. That's a detail. Diane said that it was in response to Phyllis telling her she's going to make her leave town okay um i'm thinking as part of another comment um she was gone for over 10 oh my god you guys are coming i'm trying to keep up with them because it shifts my screen um she was gone for over 10 years and she wouldn't have come back but she needed to cover for stealing the money that's interesting yep she sure did i um, definitely think it, there's mm -hmm. something more to this whole situation with oh, that absolutely money. absolutely <clears throat> Um, Diane, Diane faked her death as a result. Phyllis asked that Nikki was accused. Kyle hated Nikki, thinking she killed her mom. Then Diane just pops back up out of nowhere. I would be upset too. That's Honey Smile 320. Um, she was trying to get, wait a minute, she was trying to get over to her. You're not going to push me around. Where is that? What, what, am I missing something with that? Aditha is probably part of another comment. Um, let's talk about Diane stealing the money and why she looked up at Jack. Who cares, Team Jack and Diane, so I don't have to see fact. 
<laughs> they don't want Phyllis and Jack back together. Oh, I don't want Phyllis and Jack back together. Phyllis mm -hmm. deserves better. Yeah. I never wanted them together from the beginning. Me either. We've already been there <laughs> and done that. And especially yeah. after the whole uh, doppelganger storyline. That made me so angry. Yeah, when Gina was on screen playing mm -hmm. Phyllis. That mm -hmm. whole, what was that? Uh, Antonelli? Marco Anacelli. Anacelli, that's his name. Yeah, that whole thing was crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, so we got to kind of shift a little bit. Um, we got to talk about Billy and Lily. Mm -hmm. That whole, and Chelsea. Oh my, and, and Adam, because there's this whole power struggle between Adam and, and Billy and Lily and Billy when it comes to Chelsea. Yep. What do you guys think about that? He just seems to not understand that he is doing entirely too much when it comes to Chelsea. He's popping up at her house. She didn't ask him to come over. Yep. Popping up at her house to have movie nights. Mm -hmm. and, and again, this would be different if him and Chelsea were BFFs or you know what I mean? If they had like a good relationship previously. Yes, they knew each other, but they weren't best friends. They barely, it seemed like they were barely in the same scenes together up to the point um, where they did the podcast. Mm -hmm. but beyond that it's not like they were close so this whole him having this whole feeling of I have to be there for her mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense and it's justifiable the way Lily feels because she's feeling like why are you spending all this time with Chelsea she doesn't need you like I'm asking you to be here with me but all you can think about is Chelsea right now Yeah. Um, and it's just he just doesn't seem to it's not getting through his head that what he's doing in my opinion is it's not appropriate behavior not it's that he's not. doing anything wrong with Chelsea mm -hmm. but just the fact that you are constantly let me call Chelsea and see how she's doing yep. um, Adam you need to stay away from Chelsea because you're no good for her I'm going to go hang out with Chelsea today and it's like no you don't need to do that it's not your your role it's not your responsibility like, you did what you did in the beginning. You kept her from, you know, doing what she was going to do on top of that building. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's where it needed to end. Like, mm -hmm. if you see her in public and you want to say hi, cool. Different story. But you don't need to be popping up at her house having movie nights and stuff like that. No, you don't. No, and did you hear what Billy said? He was like, there's no other place I'd rather be. Yeah. That was a yeah. lot. I, I think in this situation, the over-emotional people are the men. I don't know why people say that women are the ones that are over-emotional because these two men are doing everything out of their emotional wheelhouse to control the situation. Mm -hmm. And um, Lily is acting with common sense mm -hmm. and Chelsea is <clears throat> carefully. Yeah. yeah. Even mm -hmm. um, when what did he say to her? Oh, when he confronted Lily about her conversation with Chelsea as if Lily was wrong for whatever it was that her and Chelsea talked about. Right. Like, that would have been the last straw for me. Same. Like, are you, you really sitting here questioning me about that conversation, uh, about anything that I said to her? Yeah. And making it seem like I was, you know, some total jerk to her in this conversation? Uh, No, sir. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that whole thing is it's a mess. Billy is obsessed yep. with this situation. Now, granted, there's got to be some type of impact to you when you stop somebody from, you know, doing there what is. Chelsea was about to do, right? Mm-hmm. There absolutely is. And Billy has his own past issues with a break from reality. That was one of the, our biggest storylines that Keisha and I talked about on the podcast a couple years ago. The thing is, is that he's close to this. Mm-hmm. And I think he's being so triggered because he has his own issues that he needs to work through himself. Yeah. I mean, he left the company. He don't know what he wants to do. He's just floating through time and now he's latched on to Chelsea and it's great that he wants to be a friend, but you got to set boundaries. And when Chelsea did not answer the phone after having a conversation with Lily, that's her setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. And he needs to respect that. And instead he's blowing up her phone mm-hmm. up at the house. Yep. And so I, the, I saw Monday's episode and Lily I, I mean, honestly, I, I would be done too. She's she's sick of it. Yep. Yeah. But of course, he's going to make try to. I feel like he's making Lily feel like she's being insensitive about this whole thing. Yeah, because of the act. He's so stuck on the fact that this is what Chelsea tried to do. How dare you turn your back on somebody that does that? But she has a support system. Right. You're not the only person that's a lifeline to her. Right. And he's acting like she has nobody. And then anybody that comes close to her, especially Adam, he has a problem with it. Uh, unfortunately, Adam has a son. And then did you see he threw the Johnny card? Of- oh, that. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. I, when he said that, I said out loud, oh, you did not. Yeah. yeah. When it was only, what, a month or so ago? And- uh-huh. He was warning Chelsea against um, okay. her interactions with Johnny. Yep. yep. He was like, you know, he has yes. a mother. He has a mother in Victoria. Remember he was saying that about a couple months ago, right before this <laughs> happened. Now you're going to tell Adam, because when Adam says, well, I have a son with Chelsea, he's like, I got a son with her too. What? Where did that come from? Right. So you have a son with Victoria. Exactly. Right. Because <laughs> if Victoria heard him say that, She'll be trying to peel his head to the white meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, look at these comments. All right. Um, Chelsea is second choice for Adam since now. Oh, yeah, because we also got to quickly talk about the Sally Nick thing, too. <laughs> oh, my God. that That's a mess. Billy already messed up big time being Chelsea's babysitter. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is his end game. Billy left her at the altar. Yeah, they was going to get married, I think, back in 2015. That's what Amaya posted. Mm-hmm. Billy needs to go to school to be a psychologist like Sharon or sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, China. You sound like Keisha. Keisha was telling me this. Oh, that was Bill you said need to go sit down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Different Bill. Um, well, Bill or Billy, both of them need to go sit down somewhere. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yes, Billy is obsessed. He needs to get help with his problems. Billy's character will always be from post to pillow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he he will never be able to sit settle down. 
Billy is on meds. Why don't he go sit down way elsewhere? Whoa. Okay. Yep. Um, you guys in the chat are already doing take several seats segment, huh? I see. Right. Um, I think that Chelsea is just an excuse for Billy to use because once again, he doesn't know what he wants to do with himself. He is lazy and doesn't want to work at anything. That's from Gina. That's a good one, Gina. Mm -hmm. Sally is going to be pregnant. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one. <coughs> I agree with you. When did Billy get a child with Chelsea? I love Lily and Daniel. That's the other thing. Yep. Daniel Absolutely. is sneaking around town. He's trying to get in where he fits in with Lily. And I hope it works. Me too. Well, at this point, the way that they're going, Billy and Lily, because a lot of people think Billy and Lily are boring together. What do you think? I don't know that I think, I don't think that they were boring. Like in the beginning, at first, I thought it was a, a, good, a yeah. good coupling because it was new. We had never yeah. seen those two together before. Mm -hmm. I think when, once Billy you know, started going back to his stupid antics and then especially this whole thing with Chelsea. Yeah. Then it started to get boring. Like, okay, I'm I'm done with it because he clearly is not has well, not changed. He's fixated. I mean he's totally fixated on Chelsea and it's really getting annoying. Yeah. Now somebody said Daniel is working with Tucker. I keep hearing that. That's, I keep yeah, hearing that's that too. A rumor. Yeah, that's been a rumor. Um, Sally, but I don't see Daniel doing something like Daniel has never been a well something manipulator. Going on with Daniel, Daniel acting weird when, especially when it comes to his explanation about his past, he never want to talk about it. I yeah, think I just think that probably left him. I yeah. think so too. Um, let's see. Okay, so let's move on over to the whole Sally and Nick thing, and then we got to switch to bold. <laughs> oh okay. man. Is it just me or was it that whole the whole monologue that Sally gave him after they slept together when they're still sitting in the bed seemed very um almost con she it was like she did it in a condescending tone of voice the way she was talking to Adam because it was like we almost made it. We were just this close, it just didn't work out. Like we just need to to fly off in our own directions and find what makes us happy and this wasn't even like this was immediately immediately after they finished sleeping together it wasn't a week later it wasn't a couple of days she didn't sit on it and think about well she didn't think about it it was just like immediately hadn't even got out the bed yet hadn't even left the hotel room uh no I don't want to be with you Girl, and it was just the way it was just the way she communicated it to him i was cracking up like, I was <laughs> there was a thing. lot well first of all i don't you weren't on the call with trish and i last week and i told trish remember when i said that on the monday's episode which would have been the fifth mm -hmm. that they watered down the intimacy between adam and um oh, they and, and, and sally they didn't water it down. They they basically put every fire hydrant on full blast and shut off every ounce of chemistry that those two had. There was yes. literally nothing happening between the two of them while things yes. were happening between the two of them. Exactly. And yeah. even so, even outside of like the actual intimacy, <clears throat> just them sitting in the bed together and her talking, it was like she was talking at Adam. Um, there was like no that was the first time they had ever been in a scene together and I'm like there is no like there's no emotion here like even in Adam's face was just like straight 
no emotion while he was looking at Sally as she was talking to him. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, he didn't speak one word in that one segment of the scene. And it was just very, that was the most awkward scene I'd ever seen them do together. Yeah, it was. It was very awkward. And, very they, and I honestly believe they purposely did that to turn off the fans because look at how they put the emphasis on Devon and Abby. Mm-hmm. They were all over his penthouse. Right. <laughs> But then when you turn down the oven for Adam and Sally, you trying because everybody was rooting for months for Adam and Sally to get back together. Yeah, I'm so I'm so I was not happy about that. Yeah, it was just it was just a very strange set of events. Like you I don't I just didn't understand how they went from them sleeping together to her immediately saying, Nope, still don't want you. Now, I think it was probably the worst experience she's possibly ever had. Well, and that's <laughs> why some, some of the folks in the Facebook groups were saying, oh, she wanted to try to compare the sex between Nick and Adam to see if she, <laughs> she needed a refresher. Uh, I guess. Girl, that whole thing was so crazy. I was so over it. Now, I will say Mark Grossman and Courtney Hope are a real life couple. I saw yeah. that online. I wonder yeah, I how that happened. If and on the YouTube yeah. side, if you haven't seen the pictures, I've been posting them on the community tab. And also you can follow us over on Instagram. I've been posting all of the reels, the stories, and the uh regular posts about little clips of different things and fun stuff with from actually the um the cast member so if you also want to follow us on instagram you can also follow us over there too but um yeah that whole thing was just horrible and then nick he got the nerve to think about it she just slept with your brother Mm -hmm. i mean you're looking at the heap of them you can smell the stench i was like oh my that's i couldn't come on uh, you walked in, he was walking out. The bed is messed up. She's still in her robe. And you know that the room is, I don't care, even if it was bad sex. <laughs> come on. Mm-mm. You know what the room, come on now. I was definitely surprised that he had that reaction. Girl. Because I, I figured he was just going to be done. It Walk makes out. it look desperate. Because it's like, why? Most Most folks, you come in and you just You've been dating me. You already know that she's been on the fence about your brother. Mm-hmm. You finally get to her apartment. She hasn't been answering your calls. And you find out that she has been sleeping with him when you've been trying to get in touch with her. Yeah, I'm I'm just not. Mm-mm. I'm so <laughs> over that. And even somebody said in the comments about... um. Nick and yeah, Nick and Sally is a joke. What do you guys think about that? I I mean, I don't th- dislike Nick and Sally together. You, like oh, I, really? you got you see chemistry. It remind there's something about it that reminds me of mm-hmm. his chemistry with Phyllis. Oh, okay, and I think maybe it's because Phyllis and Sally kind of remind me of each other like attitude wise yeah mm-hmm. i see uh, that i can see that keisha i can honestly yeah. see that and and i think too um 
with regard to Nick and Sally, I think there is a little bit of chemistry there, but I want Nick and Phyllis back together. So I, mm -hmm. well, I'll save it for the end of the conversation about where I want the script to go, but oh, okay. gotcha. I have my ideas. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Where does that leave Adam? So Chelsea. somebody said that he might try to propose to Sally. I mean, uh, Chelsea. And I'm like, what? Why this would not be the time. There? What'd you say? I said, this definitely would not be the time for him to do that. No, I agree. It's too soon, right? Yeah. yeah. Too soon. It's like it, it. It looks like a knee jerk reaction, kind of like a Bill Spencer move. I was going to say Bill Brooke. just do that. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't make sense to me at all. Um. Okay. So did we have? Did we cover everything for Young and the Restless this week? I think we did. Okay. So let's see. Summer told Nick that Sally is going to one rich Newman to another rich Newman. That's the truth. That's Melanie said in that. What do you think? I well, he tried to offer her money and she said no. Yeah. I don't agree with that statement. I don't think she was trying to, to hop anywhere. I think with, um, you know, with she and Nick, it was just a set of circumstances. They'd been spending a lot of time together. They kind of started flirting mm -hmm. and one thing led to another and it just happened. I don't think Sally set out to go get Nick. Yeah, I don't think so either. And if it was about money, I mean, Adam had clearly stated to her that he wanted her back. So she would have just gone back to Adam instead of hopping over to Nick. Money, she'd have gotten money from one of them. She hadn't taken money from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honey Smile says Nick rotates his women. Sharon, Phyllis, new chick. Sharon, Phyllis, new chick. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> oh my God. Playing that carousel music in the background. Right. Um, Amaya says Adam can just be single until Sally has his baby. Because that's the other thing. <laughs> Tell us what you really think is going to happen. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to do who's the baby daddy storyline. What do you think? I think if they, I think if they do, it's going to end up being Adam. Really, you think so? Mm -hmm. Why? Because her and Adam are together, so that just, that would just make it difficult. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Victor tried to tell him, and Nick was not listening at all. No, he was not. Mm -mm. Um. Okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, Aditha said he learned from his daddy, Nikki Ashley, new chick, Nikki Ashley, and back to another. <laughs> he did. That's so true. That's yeah. hilarious. How funny. Um. Okay. So I think that's everything, except the fact that some folks want Lily and Daniel together. Yeah, I do. Yeah, too. I could see that. Okay. All right. Let's move over to bold. So the summary, and then we'll break up the storyline for the week of December 5th through December 9th, Finn believes Sheila faked her death. Steffi found herself face-to-face -face with Sheila. Bill refused to lose Katie to another man, a.k.a. Carter. Where y'all want to go first? Bill, Bill, Bill. What you got to say about Bill, Bill, Bill? Y'all what are they doing to this what I would call quintessential control freak type A man his eyes literally went black 
and he is playing a victim and he's <laughs> feeling sorry for himself, which Liam said, oh, you can feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Donald Bill Spencer doesn't need to feel sorry for himself. Well, you know, Liam is the, the good guy, the, the, you know. Mr. Tofu, right? Yeah. Wyatt calls him. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. When he went off on that tirade mm-hmm. and, and, of course, had his necklace back on, which we all saw, mm-hmm. um, all I could think is um, they're going to, take him down a path that's going to lead him to be like Thomas is. Yeah. And, and so that made sense where the spoiler or the, the um, piece in one of the uh, publications was talking about uh, Bill and Thomas possibly team up and create a competitor against Forrester because they've both been slighted by the Forrester women, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and I could see that happening, and that would be really fun and interesting. But that whole tirade about "I will not be abandoned," "I this," and it's like, oh my gosh, nobody abandoned you. You literally, within four minutes, <laughs> your heart was absolutely bound to Brooke, uh-huh. and then your heart was absolutely wanting Katie. It's like what, uh, what, what? Who does this? Yeah. I, it, like Donna said, and I usually don't agree with Donna a lot, but she said he was being shady. Mm-hmm. He was being shady. How are you going to be like, oh, well, this one turned it down. Who's next? Exactly. I mean, if Donna would have walked in after Katie left, would he try to tell Donna, I was wrong about Brooke and Katie? It's always been you. I've always had my eye on you. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know, right, girl? It's crazy. Hold on. I have to block. I got a, a spammer. A scammer spammer. Scammer spammer? Yeah, he got to go. Okay. Gotcha. All right, cool. Uh-oh. What happened to my chat? All right. I had to get rid of the spammer scammer. Um. Anyway, yeah, so... It's like, Bill, what, I mean, did you actually think, hold on, I got to change something. Would you actually think that he's the victim in this whole situation with what he did? It just doesn't make sense. And then he put the sword on. He talked about how much he provided for them and he did this for them and he did that. And this is what I get in return. As if they owe it to him to be yeah. To, get yeah, to be like, with him. Like there's some form of entitlement or something. I mean, Brooke has been telling him for weeks, I want Ridge. Now, I don't mm-hmm. I, mean, I think she's being stupid for that. Yep. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want Ridge. Okay, how many times does that girl have to tell you she don't want you? Right. <clears throat> and then on the flip side with Katie, Katie don't trust you because you keep going for her sister. Right. And she shouldn't trust him. Look what he just did. Exactly. I mean, he spent the last few months going to when when Brooke was with Ridge, supposedly. He was like, "Oh, help me get Katie back. I need your help to get Katie back." When but you Ridge, see, in, what in in all those convos, it always end up turning around and him talking about his relationship with Brooke exactly. every time he had that "help me get Katie back" conversation with Brooke. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, dude. How are you going to, and then the moment when Ridge ran off the Aspen, it's like, oh, Katie, I mean, Brooke, it's always been you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Probably hear that in the background. Sorry, guys. It's always been you. You know, and it's like, which pick one? Well, I think um, when when Bill was talking to Liam, Mm -hmm. and Liam was trying to tell him, uh, you know, that he had a right to his feelings and everything, it's almost as if he then he realized. I'm having feelings. Okay, now I have to take those feelings and turn it into massive rage and anger. <laughs> oh my god! But that's the thing. That's why him and Wyatt are so different. Because you know, I, even when uh, Liam was like, "Oh yeah, I feel sorry for yourself," I'm like, "Dude, you need to show that man some accountability." Right. Don't try to enable him. To feel some kind of way about that this is his fault it is his fault you know so I just think that um, this is a situation where Bill just needs to go lick his wounds realize what he's done and then maybe think about it but they're trying to make you know they're trying to bring him as a, as, as a new villain probably because we, we haven't seen this version of Bill in a while right it's been a while yeah and I think too the part with you know, it's not just that Katie doesn't want him back. Katie has interest in Carter. And, mm-hmm. you know, and Carter's not a billionaire. So why would you be interested in Carter? Because you've already had this. And I'm like, have you seen Carter? Yeah, the dude is, he's fine. He's fine. He is fine, 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 fine. Um, but what really annoys me about that entire situation, the whole storyline of Bill, Katie, Brooke, and Carter, mm-hmm. why did Brooke tell Carter that Katie heard him? Why, okay, you said why did Brooke tell Carter that Katie heard who? Heard him. Carter talking to Bill about Katie. Interesting. What do you think about that, Keisha? Um, I, I I think maybe she just thought it was a charming, oh, she overheard you saying all these nice things about her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's all I think that was. Oh, no. Katie had a weird look on her face when she found that out. It was like, oh, why didn't she tell you that? Okay, so look at these comments. It says, y'all already know I have issues with Broom, which is Brooke, <laughs> and B- Broom and the Wait a minute. And the beautiful is being written out. In Bill's defense, Katie took Bill back numerous times after he slept with her sister. It wasn't a problem then, but it's a problem now. Of course it is. Of course it's a problem now. (laughs) Everybody gets a clue eventually. Let me take a deep breath because the writers of this show be having my pressure going up. Get it's some oxygen. <laughs> Listen, Digi Denny, we can't have you having your blood pressure go. I know. <laughs> um, I hate that Bill is telling Brooke it's always you, but telling Katie you're my Katie and gets rejected by them. Right. Then puts back on the necklace to go back to the dark side. Bill is a narcissist. Oh, so classic case. That yeah. whole that whole scene where he's telling Liam like everybody did me wrong everybody's abandoning me i've done x y and z for all these people and nobody is here for me that's narcissism behavior big time and how'd you like the look on his face when liam had him by the arm and he looks down at liam's hand and looks <laughs> back up. i laughed so that, hard 
that was her that was hilarious because he was like uh excuse me <laughs> are you really trying to hold my arm back son right <laughs> but he also looked like he put the fear of oh he put he put the heebie-jeebies on 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 liam liam was looking like oh my god what was that Liam right. does not want to be hit by his dad. He's had that happen before and it knocked yeah. him unconscious. Do you remember that scene when Bill knocked him out and how he threw his head back? I he said, did. <laughs> <laughs> and the, they did it in slow motion and he had kind of the wobbly head and wobbly eyes as he was going down. They did such a good job in that scene. That yeah. scene was funny. I was like, dang, Scott Clifton played that one out really well. I think he even spit whenever he got hit so it would look like it was real. It was like flying <laughs> out of his mouth. I know, right? That was hilarious. But um, let me see. Bill needs to get with other women besides the Logan women. The problem is all the men want the Logan women. Mm-hmm. I know. What is in their vitamins? Like what? I mean, because you go, well, okay. Who are some of the available women out there? There's not many, actually. They are not Logans. Taylor's the only one now. Who? Taylor. Yeah, and Lee. Oh, yeah. Lee. Taylor sure. and Lee. That's it. And for a while, no, Paris, <laughs> she's not committed. Yeah. Forgot about Paris. I know. <laughs> oh, and maybe Sheila, but Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, maybe Sheila is free if anybody want her. Because Deacon, he didn't, he didn't get his piece. So, you know. But, um, Let's see, Bill. Let's see, Bill and Taylor. Bill will end up with Finn's mother. Okay, somebody said he's going to end up with Lee. Bill and Taylor. What do y'all think about Bill and Taylor? I would like to see that. Really? He might just do that just to stick at the ridge. I would yeah, really look, like to see that. It would be interesting to see what their dynamic would be like with with Taylor's very like free spirited personality. Mm-hmm. That might be kind of hot, though. I think mm-hmm. so. They could be, you know, real adventuresome because Bill's on the, you know, um, like extreme sport kind of, you know, at least he used to be when he was younger. But they could do cool stuff together. Maybe that would be because um, Bill is supposed to devise a plan next week to try to get Katie back, whatever that is. Mm. So I'm wondering what, I mean, I would be open to seeing, um Bill and Taylor. This Taylor. This Taylor. Yeah. This I would, yeah. Definitely. I think they would be very exciting. <laughs> I, I would prefer that Katie not go back to Bill because I really want to see what happens between her and Carter because at first I didn't see any chemistry at all, but now that they've been flirting a little bit, I do see some potential chemistry. So I kind of want to see where that goes. Are you talking about between Katie and Carter? Yes. Did I say Bill? I meant Katie and Carter. Yeah, I would, I don't know. Some people, I know I saw somebody that did not like Katie and Carter. Who said that? Is it a chance, maybe? Just a chance. No, maybe we give it, I mean, he needs somebody. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm tired of Carter falling in love with everybody. Literally everybody. Yeah, (laughs) the one thing I can think of with regard to Carter is that he really does want his own family, and I don't know, uh, can Katie have kids anymore? I mean, Will is probably like, what, 12, 11? Yeah. 
I mean, I would think that maybe she could have some kids with him if that's because he does want a family. Yeah. Didn't she have fertility issues though? I thought that was why I was wondering. Or was it? No. I thought it was was her heart issues. It, it was, was heart her, issues. It was her heart issues. I knew she had the heart transplant. Maybe it was just that she, it was dangerous for her to get Yeah, hurt. that's what it was. Okay. Okay. Now, the, what about, um, I mean, if not her, then who with Carter? I think it would have to be somebody completely new because it's already tried to be Paris, tried to be Paris's sister. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I, I just, Carter's just, he's a good character. He really deserves somebody that's, could give him a family and be fun for him and exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Somebody say Paris is for the streets. Let <laughs> me say, she said, honey, smile three, two, zero. Say Paris is for the streets. Let her play in traffic and peace. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Dang. So could we assume then that you maybe don't really care for the character of Paris? That's definitely what it sounds like. Well, I will say that she did. Oh, excuse me. She did make one of the awards this year. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) But they're best and the worst. So don't get too excited. (laughs) What is the old saying? Um, Even bad news or bad press is good press. Mm hmm. It say y'all. Gina says y'all remember this is a very low budget soap with very few characters. L.A. is a lot bigger than this show. They need to bring on some folks. And of course, we all know that we all want it to go to an hour. There's no question. That would be, if they did make it an hour, probably could get more characters. Yep. Would. And how do you be the number one show in the world and have a low budget? Yeah, that's true. Mm hmm. Um, wait a minute. Thomas had 5% of the shares, and if he gives them the bill, it could get interesting. Oh. Do you really think Bill would want to take that risk of working with Thomas, knowing how much Liam can't stand Thomas? He's a narcissist, remember? I don't think he would care. You're right. Narcissists, they do what's in their own best interest. They don't care about anything else. They have no empathy. If they have Thomas literally give his 5% of that company away, I'm going to be livid because you don't just give 5% of anything away. Yeah. Well, look, you know me. I'm I'm here for a good takeover, espionage, something. He could sell it. I mean, I would watch just to keep it interesting, you know, because oh, where can where can Thomas go from here? I know. You know, I mean... <sighs> Taking down, she being the one to take Sheila down. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Douglas in need of a body part and Thomas donor. Um, I don't know. They've done it so, with so many other characters. They're, they could do almost any of the any of those again. I feel like this has been the first character though that, and maybe I'm just not remembering some of the other. Situations mm-hmm. that may have happened, but I feel like Thomas has been the first character that I can remember that has manipulated a small child multiple mm-hmm. times, and I think that's what bothers me about the way they have written his character because it hasn't just been him trying to get over on the adults. Like he, he has involved his son, and he's tried to turn his son into a liar to keep his life, you know, safe. Well, Brooke did to- that. Brooke did that with his son too. Yes, yeah, she did. She absolutely did. And, and no um, one blinked an eye at it for some reason. 
Yeah, and I but like over and over again, I feel like Thomas because like, what is this the second third time that he's done done this with Douglas, where Douglas has had to out him for something it's that he's done. And I think that's what bothers I me. I thought so it was the about. second. You said third time or was the second. I, I don't know, second or third time. Okay. But I feel like that's what has bothered me the most about the way they have written his character is that they've allowed they've allowed Thomas to do this with Douglas. Like they have made Douglas kind of like the center point of all of Thomas's little misdeeds, and I yeah. I, I can't stand that. So like now it's hard to imagine in what way you could actually redeem his character. Mm-hmm. where yeah. you're not you know disgusted by seeing Thomas I can see that it bothers me that they did that too and I will say that yes this type of storyline where the uh, kid has been manipulated by an adult has happened numerous times on most of the soaps um, really around yeah yeah has it happened on the young and the restless um yeah I think so and it may have been um it might have been Nikki um that did it with victoria i'll have to go do some research and let y'all know next week okay i believe it's how i think it all i I know it happened on guiding light i know it happened on as the world turns yeah it's been used before um and so yeah but it's bothersome and i want to say um gosh didn't brooke use one of her kids years ago too in a lie we're going to have to do some research on that, guys. Awesome. But no, I don't like when they use the kids like that. It's really grotesque. Um, Thomas will probably let everyone know that Ridge is Douglas' father. Because I've been what seeing that playing that now. Huh? People keep bringing people keep bringing up Ridge is really Douglas's father. I keep hearing people talk about um, Bill really being Kelly's father. It's like this. There, the moment has passed for the. Uh, so yes, I know the writers can whenever they want to bring up a paternity issue and somehow um, change a story around to where someone really was not the father of the child. Or like they keep saying with Bill, mm-hmm. people keep bringing up the idea that Bill was really Kelly's dad. Like I get that the writers can change that at any moment, but people are like, there's people that are still like hell bent on believing that mm-hmm. Bill is Kelly's father or that Ridge is Douglas's father and it's like there's been no indication that that's hap- that that's going to change Mm-mm. like they've done the fraternity test multiple times. multiple times yeah and it's still the same result like yeah. let let that idea go <laughs> I wish too uh, and what about too there have been a couple people saying you know that possibly what if Caroline's not really dead yeah, that's that the I would love that. I would love, love, love for her to come back to the show. Um, love yeah, it. I was bummed that they killed her off. Mm-hmm. I was too. Love the actress. Love the character. Lindsay Godfrey is just a great actress. Yeah, I, I would feel love like them it. to bring Caroline back. Honestly, I mean that would be a game changer, especially in Hope situation. It's yeah, true. that would have been a good way to to kind of switch roles to where. Thomas was like, you know, in a really good relationship and yep. somehow, you know, Hope starts getting jealous about that because she figures that she really does have feelings for Thomas and create some type of drama there. Like that would have been I thought I think that would have been a good storyline to go off of. Yeah. Cuz ne- Hope has never been the one I feel like that has um been on the you're my the second choice kind of thing or having to worry about um 
being able to have somebody that she wants because she's let's face it has always been Liam's first choice. Oh yeah, she's the and has always been able to get yeah. Liam. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that they've written Thomas into a brick wall. Brooke has done far worse to her own kids and both of her sisters over the years. Yeah, and that is just mm-hmm. to be forgiven single time. Yep, she does. Um, Victor manipulates all his kids. Ridge, what did he say about Ridge? Ridge had a vasectomy. He saw a specialist and was unable to have a child. Um, right. Somebody said they believe Anjali Dupree believed that Hayes is actually Liam's son instead of Finn. What do y'all think about that? Uh, I hope that's not true. I hope that's not true. And I think even if it was true, um, Finn wouldn't care because he was already ready to marry Steffi, whether it was his or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, don't we all know that no Forrester is going to be anything on this show? They are all the props for the Logan for Brooke Logan show. They have to keep her on life support. What? <laughs> Gina, the girlfriend, be having some comments. Okay, people. Don't she's realize- she's right though. She's yeah. right. This show has become about Brooke mm-hmm. and her family. Yep. People don't realize that this show is just about Brooke Logan, period. No story on this show is not about her in the end. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's what you were saying, Keisha. Yeah. Yep. When Ridge came back after Ron Moss left, Ridge did say he had a vasectomy. So, there you go. All right. What about Sheila? Um, okay so how is it that the toe has been in the possession of forensics this whole time and no one could have identified how it was basically severed Mm -hmm. until now yeah yep the cops are horrible when she pulled that toe, gave her purse to Finn for him to pull that toe out in front of Deacon. <laughs> I doubled over on the couch laughing. I was laughing so hard. Can you imagine? <laughs> Here, look at this formaldehyde toe. Oh, my God. That was crazy. <laughs> in a clear case. And tell me that's been chewed by a bear. Now, that was, what, about three, four months ago, right? Yeah. Why, like you said, why would they keep the toe if the case is closed? I mean, uh, is a toe considered inheritable property? Uh-huh. Yes, girl. It's that's a both. digit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how evidence works. I don't know how. I don't, don't they? They catalog evidence, though. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not like it was her wallet. That's true. Oh, <laughs> that's the other thing. Shanda, good point. Anadita. Why would Sheila, if you got a missing toe, why would you wear open toe shoes? Right. Does she have open toe shoes on? Yes, that's yeah. how. Did you see yesterday's episode, Keisha? Uh huh. Okay. When Steffi looked down, she saw that missing toe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> oh man. What y'all think about that? I mean, so- that is kind of stupid. 
Yeah, it's very stupid. And um, I mean, I guess she needs to keep airing it out so it keeps healing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was really red. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, though. I'm tired of that weird mask that they, uh, the disguise that she uses. You can see where it's starting. It separates. You're talking about uh, the blonde, the just the mask Stila. in general? Yeah, the mask her face. Itself, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's very strange. Yeah, okay. So Ethel McWayne said that that toe should have been rotten by now. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, didn't they have a toe for like months? Yeah, well, in formaldehyde, <laughs> it won't necessarily become rotten, but it will sort of, like, the skin will sort of start to float away from, you know, it'll have particle stuff in there all around it. It won't be like a whole, yeah, it's just gross. Gina said that that was all part of the plot. She was rolling over laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking like she, I, and then Di, uh, I was going to call her Diane, Lord. <laughs> Sheila could have just took off and ran. She knew that was Steffi. Mm -hmm. You going to let her stand there and clean you up? Uh-uh. She could have said, no, I'm fine, and kept walking. Stephanie yeah. wouldn't have known the wiser, but it's you know it's all part of the plot. So, um, these <laughs> Digi Denny says these writers are obviously smoking crack. They expect the audience to just roll with this foolishness, right? But we so, are. But we're rolling with it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I mean, missed the show yet. <laughs> that whole toe thing, Gina says, a Freudian slip. Um her foot should have been full of gangrene oh my goodness yeah because she healed her own foot she didn't even go to the doctor yeah but how much medical supplies did she steal oh yeah that's true yeah Adita said they're not smoking enough crack or else they'll write better stories <laughs> a little more creative anyway <laughs> be more creative oh my god that whole thing and and then what do you think about all of the scenes with sheila and deacon and they're kissing and they actually got a little bit of chemistry they what do, do but when he kissed that mask at the end i'm like don't kiss the mask don't kiss the mask lips don't kiss the he kissed the mask lips yeah he did oh but it was like a brief peck it was, it was, but it gave me the willies. Yeah, same. Oh, Gina said me calling Sheila Diane was a Freudian slip. <laughs> it was. Oh, yo, that's so funny. It was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess they both are doing some sneaky stuff. Well, I think that Diane is a dirty player. I think that Sheila is really evil. Yeah, Sheila's dark. Yeah. Way over the top. There's I'm not another Diane. one like her. And then when she was talking about how brilliant her son was of finding out about her toe, I'm like, girl, you thought that was an upside to that? Exactly. You were about to get caught. Right. She don't, that's, Sheila though, she's not, she's not logical. She doesn't think. No, she's definitely not logical. <laughs> she doesn't see like how this is not good for her. Uh -oh. She only sees like the side of, oh, this means that Maybe I can finally get back in my son's life as if he would want anything to do with you. Right. Mm -hmm. She's delusional. That's what she she's is. She's totally delusional. As if anything that he does is a reflection of her. Yeah. She, she's lost it. I'd she's gone. So. 
right. Um, and then, yeah, because I mean, it wasn't that much of an eventful week for Bold. Well, I mean, Thomas came face to face with Brooke and. Oh yeah, so yeah. What do you Y'all. think about? Yeah, what do you think about that? When he sauntered into the, hey Brooke, how's it going? How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up, shucks? How's it going? Everything's <laughs> great over here. He does not care. He don't give he two don't. craps. About he doesn't Brooke. have two to give. I mean, it was just like, I'm here. I did what I did. I'm not going to apologize about it. I'm smiling at you. And I'm just, you know, this is, by the way, you know, more my office than it is yours. So why are you in the CEO of Forrester's office right now, Brooke? Yeah, another delusional person. Do you think he's a narcissist? Um. I don't know if he's a narcissist. Maybe a, I don't know what. What's a sociopath? What'd you call him? What's a, what's a sociopath? A sociopath, Keisha. Ooh, okay. So you think he's a sociopath? You mean um, because um, he blames his behavior on Brooke. He blamed he everything on everybody, but if he took absolutely no accountability. Yeah, because in the, in with this whole thing, this whole time, he has not once felt like anything he did was wrong. No, no. like even even as he was talking to his mom, yeah, and Ridge about it, it was he he kept trying to justify. I did this because this. I did this because this. I know you guys love each other. You guys need to be together. Yeah. This is why I did this. Like yeah. Douglas will be fine. I did nothing wrong to Douglas. He's fine. Yeah. And it's like, you don't see how, and for me, to me, this whole thing was more about Douglas than it was about Brooke. Yes, he was dead wrong for lying on Brooke. Mm-hmm. However, he used his son to do it. Yeah. And he used his, he used CPS. He put his relationship and his custody at risk with his son. Yep. Just to get back at Brooke. Yeah, and he lost so, everything because, I mean, oh, wait, Gina says, Jenna. Thomas is a victim. Thomas is not mentally ill. Thomas is out for revenge. How could you like someone who tried to kill you? What is what is that referring to? Brooke pushed him over a cliff. Oh, and hope right. I don't know. And hope left him to disintegrate in a vat of acid. So you know everybody's guilty. Yeah, and, well, I forgot about that. She with what Keisha was cliff. saying, I'm sorry. With what Keisha was saying, I um I totally get what you're saying. And I can see where Thomas is coming from, where he's been needled. Brooke has stuck her nose in where it doesn't mm-hmm. belong. She literally showed up out of the blue. Douglas was not in any danger being with Thomas. There was nothing bad happening. Nothing had mm-hmm. happened that was bad. And Brooke inserted herself and literally demanded that Douglas give, uh, that Thomas give her daughter Douglas back. Mm-hmm. And her daughter had Douglas this whole time. And so she needs to leave Thomas alone, but she couldn't just leave him alone. So I see where Thomas is coming from with everything that he said. Do I agree with the fact that he called CPS? That was, no, I don't agree with doing that. And I don't agree with the way that he handled his son. And he was literally poked and poked and poked and poked. Wow. Yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. He definitely was poked at by Brooke. Okay. I just he just went about it the wrong way. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because wrong all way. he did was prove to everybody what Brooke has been saying about him all these months. Yep. By doing so, what he did. So Honey Smile said, I love that Thomas didn't care. Stephanie 
has done far worse to Brooke and Ridge over the years than what Thomas did to them. Thomas is still Thomas is still hurting. Oh, st- okay. Thomas is still the hurting child who lost his family to Brooke, and he wants to get. Uh, welcome, Edward Hunt. Uh, oh, we lost Keisha. Yeah, she'll probably pop back in. Um, she's listening all the way from Barbados. How are things in Barbados? I bet it's so beautiful there. Oh, I bet. Um, Brooke set this all up by threatening Thomas with that when he had that apple thing. Yeah, she had a hand in all of this. She, I mean, her DNA is all peppered all over this. Her all his life, her her well, all his life, his father. There you go, Keisha. Um, all his life, his father has put Brooke and her kids over him. And he mm-hmm. has never gotten over that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel Rick and Thomas are practically the same person. Rick did the same stuff to break up Ridge and Brooke. Mm-hmm. And Brooke got on her soapbox and asked Ridge to forgive him. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah. Wow. I want to know more about Douglas's magical adoption. Yeah, that's interesting because didn't she manipulate Thomas into that? I know he yes. was trying to. Yes, she did. But go ahead, Keisha. They so Brooke and I think even Liam was yeah. in on it when they told Hope. You know, you know he's in love with you. You can pretty much use that to get him to sign those adoption papers. Yeah, and there was you know more to it than that, but that was basically the foundation of it. Like okay. use your use his obsession with you to get him to agree to this adoption basically is what they tried to do. Right. That's yeah. That, that was crazy. Oh, what did y'all think about hope throwing in uh, Thomas's face that Douglas doesn't want to even see you anymore, which is not true. That's not what Douglas. Yeah, I was wondering where that came from. Yeah. Douglas, I don't remember it, him saying that. No, I have it on DVR and I'm telling you right now, he did not say that. He, he's not happy with his dad right now, yeah. but he never, ever said anything to that magnitude. That's the one thing about Douglas is that even with the last thing, with the thing with, um, with Beth, even though he was upset with his dad and disappointed in what his dad did, mm-hmm. he still was like, I, you know, I still love you, basically. Yeah. Well, he still loves Brooke after what Brooke did to him last year. Yeah. Okay, Jenna says that Hope and Brooke both coerced Thomas to sign adoption papers mm-hmm. that Brooke hurried up and got from some backstreet lawyer knowing that he was not well enough to make that decision. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, My thing is, yes, absolutely. Brooke has been a crappy stepmother. Um, she's very judgmental mm-hmm. when it comes to Thomas. Same with Hope. The that relationship is it will never be a good relationship. Mm-hmm. But Thomas still can't do the stuff that he does and no. thinks that he can right. get away that with it. That doesn't excuse his it doesn't excuse any of that. Yeah. Exactly. Because right. again, because all he's doing is proving Brooke right. Like you're doing exactly what she is telling everybody that you're doing, even though you're sitting here saying I've changed, but you haven't changed because you are still resorting to lies and schemes to exact some type of revenge on Brooke. Yep. Like you're basically making her the center of your life right now. Well, just just do what you've been doing for the past for the previous 
I don't know, two or three months before all this stuff happened, which was you just being a father to your son. Right. Somebody, Aditha said that Ridge put Brooke and her kids over him when he kicked out RJ in his pampers and Hope in her pampers out of the house when Taylor returned from the dead. Do anybody remember that? That he kicked. So the the last time that Taylor returned from the dead when, you know, she was presumed dead. Mm -hmm. The only reason he broke up with Brooke, I think, was because Stephanie faked an illness. So, yeah, I guess he did okay. kick Brooke to the curb. Okay. All right. Um, Brooke keep pushing his buttons, and she know what he, she's doing. She does. She does know. All that Brooke is doing is to assure Ridge stays with her and believes her, and Aditha says Thomas keeps... Okay, they're like the same thing. Keep pushing buttons. Thomas keep pushing Brooks buttons, and he knows what he's doing. As that was in a response to a previous other comment, and they don't tell everything on screen regarding Douglas. Yeah. So, anywho, back to what we was talking about with Sheila. Um, do you think th that whole thing was creepy yesterday at the end? Mm-hmm. The music, she looked up, she looked, she was in a trance, and then she popped out of her trance to realize it was actually Sheila. And then they left us with that whole cliffhanger. But why Sheila should have just got out of there. What made her think she needed to stop at the Ear Giardino bathroom? Stupid. Stupid. And wear open toed shoes. Right. <laughs> I mean, really and truly. That whole thing is just crazy. But yeah, she's going to be on the run. So obviously she gets away from Steffi from the way it sounds. Yeah. And so now they truly know she's alive. But the, the question is, are they going to catch up with her? Yeah. So, okay. So I guess we covered everything. Because, like, I mean, besides the, the Thomas conversation with Brooke and Hope, it was okay week for both. What do you think? Um, I mean, I guess the most exciting thing was Steffi running into to Sheila. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and do our three segments. So, um, we're gonna do the flip the script and take a seat, and then we're gonna do our best and worst of twenty twenty two awards. So, all right, go ahead and do your um flip the script and who you got taking several seats. Who want to go first? Um. I guess I, I can go. Okay, go ahead. Um, so my Y&R flip was that convo between Lily and Billy. Mm -hmm. when he confronted her about her conversation with Chelsea. Mm -hmm. um, I wish Lily hadn't even entertained explaining herself to him and just told him, like, pointed out to him, this is an example of what I'm talking about when it comes to your obsession with Chelsea right now. Like, you're literally questioning me about my conversation with her as if I was insensitive, and that's not what happened. Um, and I, on the other side of that, I wish Chelsea had not even brought up her conversation with Lily to him. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, there was no need for her to say, well, Lily, Lily might feel this way about you and I, like, hanging out together. Because I feel like that triggered him going, that definitely triggered him going back to Lily and saying something to her about it. I don't think it was necessary for Chelsea to even bring it up. So I wish she just had not said anything to Billy about it at all. Um, and 
even though she did, and Billy went to ask or um Lily to confront her. I wish Lily would have put him in his place a little better than what she did. Okay, and what you got for bold? Um, my bold flip was when Steffi, Brooke, and um, Hope were all in the office together, and they were mm-hmm. talking about the whole incident with the wedding. Mm-hmm. I, Steffi still sounds desperate because she was still in there like, but oh, yeah. my parents are going to get married. They're still going to get married, so don't get your hopes up kind of thing. I just wish she would drop that whole thing. Like, just drop it. Just drop because, it. It makes no sense. Yeah. Because if it was going to happen, Steffi, it would have happened that day. Right. So it, she just, it's like she's still hanging on to hope and she's still being that desperate girl wanting mm-hmm. her parents to be back together even after all of this. And what you got, who you got taking seats this week? Um, My take a seat for Y&R is Billy, of course. Billy. I think Billy has needed to take a seat for the past month now. I know, right? <laughs> he just has a permanent seat for right now. Okay. <laughs> um, and for bold? Can I also have mm. Sally take a seat as well? Yeah, she can take one too. Because that whole little scene with her and Adam and that conversation she had with him, her whole little monologue was just that was hilarious and unnecessary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then my bolt take a seat is Bill for one because he's a narcissist. Did nobody abandon him? He's just an <laughs> idiot. Um, and then also Brooke because Brooke didn't do anything amazing in her conversation with Ridge. She still is still sitting there waiting for him to make his decision. So right. There was no strong like um she wasn't some strong woman telling him that she was done with his games and she's done with him. She was basically just telling him, show me some respect and that's it, which I think she said that to him before. Mm-hmm. But then she reverted back to, you need to find, figure out who you want to be with, which is mm-hmm. what her and Taylor have both been asking Rich to do for the past however many months Taylor has been back. Yep. So she didn't do anything amazing in that conversation with Ridge. All right. What you got, Trish? So let's see. I think in Y&R, my, my um, flip the script would be when Jack started to yell at Phyllis and said, I'm done with this. I really wish that she would have just put her hand up and said, you're, you're done with it. You're done with it. <laughs> I'm done with it. And I wish she would have just turned around and just walked out. Yep. And just walked out of the room and just be done so that she could be the strong, just, we're just, this is just, we're just over. It's just done. We're not mm-hmm. going to have a future. You have now crossed a line with your support of Diane. So no, Jack, you're not done. I'm done. And um, I think my flip the script on bold would be probably when Bill and Katie were talking mm-hmm. and Bill's whole demeanor changed instead of crying, I wish Katie would have straightened up and gotten her demeanor pulled together. And the look in her eye where she basically says, you don't get to turn this around on everybody else. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. And mm-hmm. I, because it just looked so weak and I just mm-hmm. really, would have preferred for her to be like the iron person there where she right. just taken over and said, no, this is not going to happen. You're not going to do this. 
and you know exactly what you did between Brooke and me and then everything else. So those are my flip the scripts. And I think as far as taking a seat, um, I think um, in Bold and the Beautiful, Bill needs a couch, maybe. In <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think that um, Brooke needs to take a seat. And I think also I do, I do kind of think Thomas needs to take a seat, maybe even oh, yeah. couch, not in Taylor's office. Someone else. Definitely not. Right. Not in yeah. Taylor's office. Okay. Yeah. Some, somewhere else. Oh. And then my um, take a seat for uh, Y&R. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would definitely be Jack needs to take a seat. Um, Phyllis needs to take a seat, but on the other side of the room. Um, Diane needs to take a bucket seat in the driver's seat of a car and, put <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's, I think that's it for me. What about you? Okay. So my flip the script for the young and the restless is Lily telling Billy he's done. She's done. I'm over mm -hmm. it. Oh, I'm not going to keep playing with you. You're not going to make me the bad guy. I told you that me and um, that Chelsea and I had a good conversation. You need mm -hmm. to stop. It's either you make a balance, respect some boundaries, or we can't do this. Yep. That's that's what I got for Young and Arrested. Um, for the bold and the beautiful, my whole situation with Bill and Liam, Liam should have held him accountable. Because mm -hmm. he told him that he tried. Of course, Liam knows what happened. You know, that he tried to go for Brooke and tried to go for, you know. Instead of saying you can be feeling sorry for yourself, he should have brought it. He did say you can't have both. Mm -hmm. But he also got to say, yeah, you tried to have both, but you also tried to take, you tried to get to be with both of them within less than five minutes of each other. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the right thing to do. It's not a good look, dude. That's on you. But of course, that's Liam. Maybe Wyatt would have said that, but not Liam. Um, and then who's taking seats on the Young and the Restless? Um, hmm. The evil trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> I might even give Jack a seat for trying to write a, a blank check. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then if I had, oh, Nick, Nick, why? And so, <laughs> okay. I, Nick, really? You walk in a room. You know what just happened, and you're like, oh, well, I'll think about us getting back together. Man, come on. <laughs> and then on The Bold and the Beautiful, if I had to uh, take a seat, it would definitely be Bill. Bill and Thomas and even Sheila. Sheila needs to, need to take a prison cell seat. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean... Yeah, and you might as well take Deacon with you because you've been lying and harboring a criminal. So, yeah. Deacon, you too. All right, let's do the best part that I'm looking forward to is the best and the worst of 2022 awards. Now, I did get a little bit of help from SOD, but which one y'all want? Y'all want the good stuff or the bad stuff first? Let's do the good stuff. You sure? Yep. The okay. bad stuff is more is the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the best of 2022 for Young and the Restless, and then I'll do both. So, best use of storyline history. 
was the Chelsea bio mom to Johnny situation. What do you think? Yay or nay? Um, they pulled that from history and made it work. Now, some people could have said Diane, but no. All right. I'll keep going and I'll let y'all think about that. Best okay. wedding this year was Toriah. Best breakup was Ashlyn and Victoria. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they have best res- um, rejuvenated character, Sally Spectra. Okay. I'll go with that one. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Best rejuvenated family, the Winters. And then the best standalone episode for Young and the Restless was the 40 years of the Abbott sisters. Hmm. So what? that's Young and the Restless. Any yays, nays, agree, disagree? Um, I don't know if I agree with the best breakup. Well, I guess this one just also recently just happened. But mm-hmm. I feel like the best breakup was Chance and Abby. Really? Yeah, just the okay. way it went down. Okay. Because okay. I didn't like the way, I, I honestly didn't like the way the breakup between um, Victoria and Ashlyn happened because it was just like one day they were good and then all of a sudden Ashlyn now is the bad guy. And just the way that they flipped it just didn't, it didn't flow to me. Okay. Okay. What about you, Trish? Anything? Yeah. I mean, as far as scenes go and how they were executed and the acting involved, I think Sally and Adam's breakup was was the be- was done the best. Okay. Really pulled in a whole story and it just kind of escalated things from there and caused mushroom effect all across the the, the show. Interesting. Okay. That's all right. That be considered the worst breakup because everybody was so upset about it. So I'm not sure how the categories were figured out. So I may change my I mind think, upon how think, you read the others. I think yeah. with that best breakup, they were looking more toward um, the dramatic scenery of it all. The d- dramatic mm-hmm. scenery for me, the drama behind Adam and Sally's breakup was palpable. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. On bold. They got best storyline was Finn is Alive. Yes. Best umbrella storyline, which means that there was two or three people connected, is the whole Logan versus Forrester, the Brooke and Taylor saga. Hmm. That's been going on for years. For history, yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Best villain they got for Sheila Carter. Who? Best villain. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Sheila is funny. I feel like though. that's a given. That's a given. She is hilarious. Of course it is. <laughs> um, they also got best new set. So new set on, you know, where they filming is the club where Donna and Eric had their love nest when he was going to play pickleball. What that one little stupid room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Whatever. I guess that's the only that was the only new set. It probably was. Other what than I guess other than Lee's apartment. Uh, yeah. But was that really an apartment or was it more like a hotel? That was just a room entry, right? to me. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so was Donna and Eric's little thing. That was it just was, a little room. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, and then best standalone episode for Bowl was Catherine Kelly Lang's 35th anniversary with all those men that we saw this year. Remember, she had that one episode mm-hmm. that was all about her and the men that she'd been with. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've all, I, I've said this before. I've never liked the flashback episodes, so I don't yeah, like you don't like about those. those. The other one that they got best standalone episode is 30 Years of Sheila for Halloween. I don't know if I I didn't get a big rush out of that episode. No, because it's only it was only eighteen minutes, so it's just you know. Yeah, yeah. And then best use of technology for Bowl goes to Douglas's phone app. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. I would say it would be the ring that Quinn put on Eric. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. That that is the best prop of the year. Is the oh. ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best prop of the year for uh, hilarious is the smart ring that Quinn gave um, uh, Eric. All right, that's what they got all of the best awards for. Because they, they went and did a whole thing, best and worst from all four soaps, but we don't talk about GH and Days. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now the worst awards for 2022 for the young and the restless. Best waste of talent. Sharon, yes, yep. I mean, the girl is, um, yes, yeah. yes, yes, brilliant actress, beautiful, love her. Yeah, um, she is kind of just floating in the background right now, exactly. What's she say? Oh, Aditha say Lee was the best umbrella story. She says, interesting, okay. okay. Um, Young and the Restless, mm-hmm. most underused couple, Kyle and Summer. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't actually agree with that. I would, I mean, up to the point of when they broke up, I would say Devon, either Devon and Amanda or Nate and um, Elena were probably underused. I would yeah. agree. I was thinking probably more even Nate and Elena. Nate and Elena. And those two actresses are so good and they're just beautiful people. I mean, come on. Yeah, gorgeous. Okay, but there is a back burner couple though. And that's yep. Michael and Lauren. Oh, yeah. They've you know, you gotta admit they've been on the back burner for a long time. They did have a little bit of a um the storyline when Michael went missing, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was supporting for. Uh, was that in twenty twenty two though? I don't remember honestly. Well, I'm he bad. Did, yeah, yeah, that was this year because he went to Peru. He went to Peru to try to track down Ashland's Ashlyn. information and got locked in a Peruvian prison. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Young and the Restless, unsolved mystery. Diane getting chemo's letter and why she was not arrested for staging her death. That's the part I'm confused about. Right? It's how is she able all. to just come back and nothing happened? Exactly. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, most, oh, no, that's for bold. Okay, and then uh, the other unsolved mystery for Young and the Restless this year, and this was listed, but I'm not sure about this, and you guys let me know. Nina hadn't checked in on Chance or her grandson this most of this year. I forgot all about Nina. Exactly. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, a lot there are some folks that says that Sharon was the best waste of talent. Yeah, they gave her a whole cancer storyline, and the writers didn't give her good material. I agree with that, honey. Smile three two zero. Yep. All right, and then okay, bold worst. I got a list here. <laughs> worst villain. We all know who that is. Thomas. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Worst engagement. Paris and Carter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my God, that was horrible. Yep. It was. Yep. The worst exit of the year goes to Quinn. Yes. yes. Bring back Quinn. I love Quinn. Well, it was how they did it. You know, she was in the room smiling and kissing on um on Carter at the CEO office, and then a month later she skipped town. Yeah. Yep. Uh, most underused family for bold was the Spencers. Yep. Yeah, because where's White? Yeah. Where's Flo? Yeah. But they they did get the, the that's one. Oh wait a minute, let's see. Oh okay, they talking about Sharon. Backburner character goes to Pam. You agree with that? Yeah, because when was the last time we saw her on screen? And I think she's on another soap, isn't she? Yeah. Dh. Yeah. And then unsolved mystery for Bold and the Beautiful. Where does Wyatt live, and is he and Flo still engaged? Yeah, I'm confused about that as well because we haven't heard them mention Flo's name in forever. I know, right? But we also haven't heard anything about Wyatt and Flo breaking up, so it's just like she's still there. She just, I guess, not on screen. Yeah, just whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, phrases and scenes we don't want to hear again. Pickleball. Yes. <laughs> that CPS call scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. The kissing Monaco with Taylor and Ridge. <laughs> yes. They overplayed that scene like 3,000 times. And then this was on The Young and the Restless, the Peruvian Clinic. So what do you think about that? That's all of the awards. What do you think about all that? What do y'all think about it in the comment section too? What do y'all think, um, Trish and, and um, Keisha? That's fun. I mean, I yeah. you know, I agree with some of them. I honestly, there's been so many stories. I don't know what you could say is the best or the worst because there's been so many of them. Um, but that was a fun list for sure. I honestly think, and they didn't get an award for this on the Young and the Restless side. The work, the worst exit was Amanda. Because yes. the, for her to walk in and see that man sleeping with Abby, <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was the worst in like the situation that happened because mm-hmm. it was messed up. Yeah, but I like um, what what did they actually pick for YNR? Because I was about to talk about well, which one for the the worst exit. Worst exit for YNR. Yeah, is that who they picked? No, they didn't have one. Um, oh. B&B won that, that category. Well, if, if I compare the B&B to what you just said about Amanda leaving Y&R, I would still pick the B&B as being the worst exit because we just never saw Quinn again. Oh, listen at this. Aditha Lee said worst engagement to her was Ridge and Taylor because he decided to ask Taylor to marry him because of a pine cone fell on his head. Ah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good point. That's a good one. That is a good point. 
Oh my God, that's a good one. Can I also oh, say goodness. that I'm sick of everybody like bashing Taylor because she didn't tell Ridge when she found out five minutes before? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and that was the it. thing about when when Brooke um, kissed what's uh, Bill, and because she was engaged. Remember that? That's how that secret came out. Yep. At that engagement party, she didn't say anything about what she did either. She it took a whole a day or two. Yep. And Quinn bust her out. Yep. So um, I'm trying to think is there any other ones and then we'll wrap up the show but I'm trying to think is there any other ones that I would change I mean back burner, underused couple redemption best breakup Yeah, a lot of people they say it Ashley and Victoria but a lot of people agree with you guys with uh, Sally and Adam yeah that's all I can think of what would you say the best story i honestly think for the young and the restless they didn't get that category but for the young and the restless for best um storyline this year i honestly think it's the ashlyn lock thing yeah i i would tend to agree with that because in the very beginning we all thought that ashlyn was victoria's match that they were like Mm -hmm. level and then of course it all went downhill i i actually wish they hadn't done that story the way they did but they did now yeah. it's it was you know i obviously kept watching oh so honey smile 320 says ashlyn Locke was the worst exit because the character had so much more potential mm-hmm. well, yeah i agree with that i yeah. honestly think he should have stuck around um okay did you denny say i don't agree with that brooks special winning anything when they make every episode about Brooke, it makes none of them special. That's a, I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe think about it a little bit, Digi, and then come back and tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's very... We love about, you. We love you. <laughs> I, and listen, one thing about Digi is that he's always in my comment sections every, pretty much every video I post over here, and he writes a sometimes a whole separate group of paragraphs oh i love so it. he's very vocal on how he feel about these soaps and i agree um, with him yeah you say you agree with him yep mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't think there's any there was no tech usage on that side what you, i mean if you okay so because yeah we got one more week two more weeks in this year okay so finally, let me ask you guys: Do you think B and B and Y and R can win an Emmy in twenty twenty three for this year? I think they should. Yeah. It's hard to say when you don't watch the other soaps. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, do I think they deserve it? Of course, because Absolutely. they've had some good storylines, mm-hmm. even though they're frustrating. Um, with the way that they do the bolt and the beautiful storylines, so you know, basically centering the Logans at every single one, and it always works out for them. Um, I still th- think that there's still some good like side stories, like the stuff with Sheila mm-hmm. and the storyline with Finn, you know, still being alive. Like that whole that whole line in itself mm-hmm. was that was a really good one. Especially like the climax of um, Steffi and Finn finally seeing each other. That was fantastic. Okay, now Gina said that she thinks GH is probably in the front runner. 
go a uh, general hospital and then um honey smile said that that matt atkinson deserves a nomination mm -hmm. what, what do you think trish i do i do think so i think he's might he might get one and i know that kimberlyn brown did not get one this past emmy um you know award thing mm -hmm. but i honestly believe she might get it did you hear did you hear what I said, uh, uh, Keisha? I heard you say um, Matt Atkinson deserves a nomination, and I agree with that. Okay. And I honestly think Kimberlyn Brown should get, because she, she didn't get it this year. She was nominated, but she didn't get it. I think she might pick it up next year. Interesting. I also think the actress who plays Chelsea is going to get a nomination. Yeah, she might for the whole mental health awareness thing yeah she did a good job she yeah. did a good job too um i i would say the the standout storylines from for me is the ashlyn lock thing this year and then the the whole sheila carter shooting a finn and steffi thing this year mm. now i don't know about the ridge and taylor thing and i'm not sure about the diane thing because it's so I mean, Diane came back in the second half of the year, and they're all good actors and actresses, but just standing out is, to me, is the whole Ashlyn Lott trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then for Bold, the whole Finn and Sheila Carter, him finding out that Sheila Carter is his bio mom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, all right. You got anything else before we cut it short? I don't. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, we had a good one. Stay tuned, you guys, on the YouTube side for the spoilers for the week of the 12th through December 12th through December 16th. And make sure you catch up with all of the recaps that I post daily. And on the podcast side, <clears throat> thank you guys for supporting us continuously for the past three years. We're going into year four. Oh, that is unreal. Keisha, yes. And I'm glad we were able to finally get all three of you all, and for those on the YouTube side, just to introduce you guys, Keisha has been on this podcast for three years. Trish came in to fill in for Keisha because she is serving our country. She was on <laughs> deployment for the, about six months this year in Qatar. And so, yeah, we, we try to make it work for you guys here. So thank you all for supporting all three of us. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, you guys. Well, until next week, we will see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.